Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kiss. Solana Papadia. Hey! Hey, fiddle, fiddle! Yeah! Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Monday. Tuesday? It's Tuesday. That's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Sorry, yeah. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I was paying attention. It's Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Of course yeah, it's, it's, it is. I know what day it it's is. It's the day after Christmas. Yeah, of course it was. Or as the British is, call it, is. Boxing Day. Yes. You and know as he, the Kwanzas you, call it Kwanzaa. Oh, yeah. Kwanzaa is today. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. You have, do you know any British people who would be participating in Boxing Day, Mike? Yes. Oh, no, don't, oh, don't. No, no. What are you doing? That, I'm sorry, that was... That what was, are you that doing? Was, I'm sorry, that was not the queen. That was Duchess Kumquat, which is her, <laughs> her cousin. <laughs> oh, hello. No, is have, Queen Elizabeth around we to need, speak, please? We need to We've got a raging pickleball match scheduled. You just ruined it now, because sometime in 2024, we're going to do an entire show as just the Queen and Duchess Kumquat. And if you don't think we can, oh, challenge we, us. We can't, but we we'll can. do it. No, we'll we do will. It. I don't know if it'll be good, but we'll do it. They'll come down and say, you're drinking in here. And I was like, no, <laughs> no we're not. It's That's the sad cold part. sober. Maybe some apples got involved. All right, I hope that. you had a great holiday. You're continuing to have a great holiday. We're going to be back. I'm going to be back with live programming tomorrow from 3 to 6. Me and Timmy, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. I hey, will Ted's not here. be back. No, hey. You're dead forever. Mm-hmm. Ted's here. Hello, Teddy. Hello, gentlemen. What's coming up on this show today? Well, on this show, we're going to have some best of segments that uh, are the best of the best of that didn't make it into this past Saturday's show. So this is some really high-quality edition of the Best of Weekend uh, let me, show. Let me tell you what's going to happen and on this show. It's going to be Mike going, yeah, you know what I mean, Bone? And I'll be like, uh-huh, that's that's what they say. I think that's, you know, we got, we got to wait and see. And it's going to be 12 segments of that. So There's, enjoy. Yeah, three hours of this. Three yeah. hours of it. So yeah. enjoy 12 segments. It's it's good stuff. It is? Stick around. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Three big hours of whatever Ted has put together today. 
And then live programming returns tomorrow. But en- then, enjoy today. In the new year, Duchess Kumquat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your gal. Your gal. I like that. I like kumquat. <laughs> hey, Jackson. Finger yes. sandwiches. There we go. Hello. I'm glad I you're love here. Boxing Day. Oh, I love my. I love unwrapping boxes. <laughs> I love getting my box to the store to return it. Sometimes you have to clean out your box. There's <laughs> cobwebs in there. Sometimes those boxes are old, don't I you know? You need to go for a box rejuvenation surgery. <laughs> don't just come quiet. <laughs> right, this is dumb. Come on. Start the show. Stupid. Let's go. The best of Common Man and T-Bone. I need your assistance today with two things. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm, happy co- to... I'm confused about two things. I will try to help as best I can. Uh, what do you want? You want the sportsy thing or you want the frivolous me and my wife are getting a divorce thing? What, well, what do you want? Well, I mean, you, you've kind of made it, so I have to pick the frivolous you and your wife getting a divorce thing. All right, Let's so go. I, here's what I, I don't understand the double standard. All right? We're not fresh in a relationship. We've been married for 16 years. We've known each other for a long time. We are brutally honest with each other all the time. At least, I think that's what a marriage should be once you reach a certain stage. Of course, yes. Okay? Because if you're not going to hear it from the person you love the most, then who are you going to hear it from? She does it to me all the time. She'll say, when are you going to get dressed to go out? I am dressed. We're not going to the old country buffet. Change your clothes. She's constantly critiquing what, right. I, what I'm wearing. Okay. And I thought, you know, when I was a kid, my mom would give me that all the time. And I, I would say to myself, man, I can't wait to grow up and be an adult. Right. So I can dress myself and go where I need to go. Well, that's fiction. Mm-hmm. Because I'm married to a woman who criticizes everything I wear all the time. But God forbid I happen to say that whatever she's wearing is not my favorite thing in the world. So this morning, she had a breakfast meeting with a client. Okay. So she's normally not, you know, getting all dressed up in the morning. But today she was up early and yeah. she was getting dressed up. And she was wearing what I would, I don't know, I'm sure there's a term for this. I don't know the term. I would call it a frock. It's not necessarily a dress, but it's sort of a... Is it a romp- one, Is it one, a romper? Maybe a romper. I don't know. But it was like a muted military green color. That's what it was. It was half dress, is half... It- is it like this thing? Let me see. Now, I mean, I found like a, you know, is that is that what we're talking about? Something like that? Yes, but, you know, it was even more utilitarian. <laughs> I like the, the word. That. Utilitarian well, is no, a good and, word. And it's like, you know, it's a Here, muted. I, I think I found what, is this, is this uh, the. Yeah, I'm uh, just going to keep getting up this and looking a, this at this. Is this what she was wearing? More like that? Yes, that's exactly right. (laughs) I searched look like a a delivery driver. I searched men's romper, and then you said more utilitarian. So there we go. Sort of like a muted green color. All right, and she said, "How do I look?" I said, "You look great." What time does prom end in East Germany? (laughs) That's that's what I said to her. (laughs) And then it was why do you have to say that? Because you say that stuff to me all the time. Yeah. I'm not yeah. asking you to change your clothes. I had, first of all, it was a funny line. Appreciate the funny line. Right. All right. You may be offended. You may be hurt. You may want to throw your frock out, but just applaud the line because yeah. it was a good line. It was well-timed. There was no pause. Yeah. She looks yeah. like she's going out for the evening in East Berlin. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? It is a good line. I understand. Now, I don't because I that's not something I would think I would say to my wife, although I had a moment like this the other day that I'll get to in a second. But maybe it's if you guys are both given 
you know, roast type lines to each yeah, other. She does then it that's to me fine. all the time. Okay. So as long as if she's throwing roasty lines at you, then I don't think it's wrong to occasionally throw one back in a roast type of fashion. All right. Yeah, I I think you're okay there. Myself. That's I mean, again, I'm a dumb idiot like you. I think I think that was okay. Plus the line was good. It was a good line. All right. Even yeah. if it's if you're hurt by it, if it's like I just bought this, you have to appreciate the joke if it's well timed. Well see, that's I had the same kind of issue where you know, I won't get into what the medical thing was, but my wife was telling me about an issue that uh, one of her friends was having and what my wife recommended to her to do. Now, my okay. wife is not a doctor. She has no medical training, but she is a fairly intelligent person and she, you know, is aware of lots of things. And again, this is an issue that I would not have to deal with as a man. Let's just put it that way. So she's telling me about this. And then she tells me the solution, and the solution sounded insane to me. It was like I have to know what this is. All right, I mean, we're you're skating around everything no, okay. here. It was like it was an issue with uh, I don't know. It was an issue downstairs for this person, and the answer was, well, you should eat more yogurt so you have healthy bacteria for your body to oh, have so healthy it was, bacteria. It was the, the the backside or the sure. front side, backside. You're right. A yeah. whale's vagina. But just the way, whatever was happening, the way Front it was side. described. Front side. Whatever was described. Dying that all night. I'm not, again, I'm not doing this justice. But whatever she said sounded insane to me in the moment. It may have been 100% accurate medical advice. Okay. But what I said to her was, did you get that from the Joe Rogan podcast? And then that was the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah, right. Because I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm an idiot. And I was like, no, I, I didn't say that. I just... Was just pointing out that that sounds crazy to yes. me. And then she said, well, you wouldn't know because you don't have these oh, bits right. or whatever. It's, it's, I'm like, it's okay. A playful thing. Right. You're not giving her advice. Right. You're simply commenting on the situation. I'm saying it sounded insane. And she's like, well, you wouldn't know all the insanity that we go through with you're, our you're stuff. Right. And I'm we, like, we you're right. I'm like, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. We have no idea. Okay. But I. It, but it, what, what it was was instead of what I could have done there, this is what I've learned is how to self-evaluate as a husband. I've learned what I should have done there was probably just been like, Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard of that. Do tell. Like, no, don't say do tell. You know what I mean? That like, opens I up the floodgates. Well, <laughs> then you'll never close those. What happens in my brain oftentimes is this sounds insane, and I didn't know that was even a thing. And then I mentioned, like, she is not a fan of Joe Rogan. So I said, Joe Rogan podcast, knowing that'd probably get a bit of a reaction, but I thought it would be like a, a playful, oh, like, hi, you, you guy. You and instead it was me. like, how dare you? Yeah, and I, took I realized, it personally. yeah, and then I realized that was on me. That's no, not on you. Yeah, I was no, on No, it's me. not on you. It's on, on her. Me. No, little, it's not. I, I got to know the room. You know, no. you got to read the room when you're married. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to ghost her from now on. <laughs> you're ghosting no, your No, because I, I know exactly what she wants. So I'll come home and, how was your day, honey? And I'll get, hi. <laughs> is there is there something on your mind no <sighs> yes yep and then i have i know what that means that's my cue to prod some more and then she'll eventually tell me i'm just gonna stop doing that how's like, your okay. day it's fine <sighs> what's, right. what's for dinner sounds good <laughs> glad you had a good day What's what you're saying is essentially because I I like this approach. It is we're going to talk to to our wives the way we talk to our buddies. Yes. Instead of like, is there anything more to that? It's just like, how are you doing, man? I'm good. Sweet. Did you watch the game last night? You know who was yes, the, I did. You know who was the opposite of that? Who's that? Tony Castricone. 
Oh, Tony Castricone, who I think is now the voice of the Washington Huskies, right? Football and basketball. Yeah. But he used to work here at the fan. He's one of those guys where I would come up to him in the hallway and I'd say, hey, Tony, how's your weekend? It's pretty much the worst weekend of my life. And then he'd go with oh, like, no. he was that guy where if he had a bad day, he would stop and tell you about his bad day. He mm. would tell you about his bad, terrible weekend. Yeah. When in reality, I'm just trying to fill up my water cup and go back to my desk. I understand. Sadly, I actually did a little Tony Castricone to Tyvis yesterday in here, and I felt bad about it when I was driving home. Why would you do? Well, when Tyvis came in, he comes in sometimes before the show for the Buckeye show. He's filling it. You know, he's on quite a bit. Yeah. He's friendly. He comes in and yeah, says hello in. to us. But Tyvis has such a good personality, Tyvis Powell. He walks in and he's like, how are you guys doing today? And we're like, we're good. And he's like, how's it been going? And so when he said, how's it been going? I didn't think I would just respond with like a, yeah, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Then Again. you proceeded to tell him about how your youngest daughter has had explosive diarrhea for the last three and a half weeks. I did, I did mention this because it's, well, I mean, at some point when you say, how's it going? Good. But how you been? Well, that well, you, now now there was a second opening, but I still felt like I should have just been like, ah, man, you know, same old, same old. That's what I should have done. And then I was thinking as a dad, because I know he has young kids. He's probably been through something similar. I thought we'd have a bonding moment. And I think I scared him. I think you I, did, I freaked him out a little him. bit. Yeah. Did scare so him. I apologize, Tyvis. That's my bad. I, I scare him all the time. You do. Because, With- you know, Tyvis is one of those guys where he's that, you know, he puts himself in that mental headspace where there's nothing that can get him down. And that's great for him. Mm-hmm. That's not how a lot of us function. Not because we haven't tried to do that, because it's just chemically impossible for us to do it. I admire Tyvis Powell yes. and his outlook on life and what he's able to accomplish and how he can just set his brain to something and make it happen. But I am glad he is not handing out the prescription pads at my doctor's office. <laughs> because he would draw a little smiley face on my prescription pad. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. He would acknowledge you. Yeah. <laughs> He'd say, that's all you need? No, And I'd no. say, no, you got anything stronger in that pad? <laughs> <sighs> you know, uh, tonight, I-, I hope that you do this and then report back. Because I'm curious to find out how this goes. And you know what she said to me when she left this morning? What's that? After the, hey, when's the prom over in East Germany mm-hmm. line? You better not talk about this on the show. Well, well, that's... I know. Daddy's got to make a living. Yeah. Oh, this is something where we, we often bring that up and I say, you know what? Look, the reality is I'm trying to talk about stuff for three hours yeah, a day. Daddy's stuff comes make up a sometimes. We have so many local shows, I can't fit them in a 10-second promo. So let's just say we're live and local all damn day. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. I was discussing the show on Discovery Channel called When Elevators and Escalators Attack. Hmm. We're thinking about other disturbing shows we can have. Uh, This is from Jake. He says zipper versus genitals. Okay. Do that one. Sure. Uh, I don't know if this is... uh, Along the same lines, I'd actually like to watch this show, if this is true. I don't know. 
why sheep are scientifically more prone to being gay. I didn't know they were. I didn't. You know what? Maybe they're not. I have no idea. I'd love to find out. If there's a show about that, I'd, I'd watch for sure. DIY vasectomy gone wrong. You know what? You don't even need to say gone wrong. DIY vasectomy is all you need for that show title, and everyone will get the idea. Uh, lots of people suggesting executions. Mm, yeah, I, would, I, I would do that. I'd watch that. I know you. I know you would. Uh, that was Josh had one that said executions live tonight at 8 p.m., uh, which that's fine. Uh, Mondi said faces of death. That's I mean, I don't know if I want to watch people dying. I don't. I do know. I don't want to like watch it's it. a close up on their face. Yeah, as I think they're you'd be dying? watching them as they die, like a close up of their of their death. You just see them dying, or maybe it's the faces of dead people. I don't know. Either way, gross. Uh, Matt says, "Does the glove fit? Arm and leg degloving's on the construction site." I'm wondering if that means like because they've been chopped off, and we have to like put the shoe, take oh. the shoe off, or take the glove off. Maybe that's what that has to do with. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Smitty says, "Bomb squad failures." Yes, <laughs> that would, I wouldn't want to watch that. But yes, that's just that's the type of show we're talking about. But again, here. that's. Uh, I mean, you know, it's going to happen. That's my problem with the Hallmark Christmas movies. Is what? that they're all going to end the same way? They right. fall in love. They find the meaning of Christmas. You know that bomb's going to go off. I want some mystery to it. How about instead of Bomb Squad Failure, it's Bomb Squad Surprise, which would be a great band name, by the way, Bomb Squad Surprise. But then every, you don't know. Some, it's, they it's may a comp- make it. No, it's a competition where they, no, I think this one's a reality show. You actually get a real bomb. Celebrity Bomb Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're doing all this other crap where it's like, hey, <laughs> let's put people on fake well, Mars. Fir- like yeah. Marshawn Lynch and Ronda Rousey are oh, on God, fake I Mars. What the hell? Yeah, what the this, hell is right? I don't know. Why do we need... I Let's work on getting people at working together on real planet Earth before we start figuring out how to get celebrities to hang out on yeah, fake planet right. Mars. We figured out Earth so well, yeah, I guess. We got to go up there. Let's pretend to be on Mars. No, I just... I, I feel like if there was a celebrity bomb squad, Guy Fieri's like one of the first contestants on that show, right? Where he's he's just excited to be there. But it's nerve-wracking for him. It's not like the usual thing. We're just taking a potato skin and giving it a shot for the first time. This is, you you live or die with this. All his gold bracelets accidentally sever one of the wires and mm, the bomb right. goes off and he dies. That's right. I think uh, Bomb Squad failure could be good. Bomb Squad surprise better because then you also could have the idea that it's just, it's like a pinata and candy comes out. Like if you don't, so you don't know if the bomb is dangerous, but you have to defuse it either way. And then at the end, they reveal like, oh, this one had 18 pounds of C4 in it. And the next one, it's like, this was all Butterfingers. You, you were worried for nothing. You were like panicking. You, mm-hmm. you urinated on yourself. And all it was was Butterfingers, you goofball. Ha ha ha. Celebrity Russian roulette. No. <laughs> we're like, no. Kathy Griffin's there. <laughs> Nope. Spinning that revolver. Nope. nope. I don't think that. See, there's somewhere I. that's too hot for TV. Too hot. No, that's not too hot. You it's put too that hot. on TV, people would watch well, it. I, dude. People would watch it. I get that people would watch it. I think we're, we got to have something that's in the realm of like, they could actually put ads on it and sell it. I don't think they can sell Russian. They're, people the, will not. Celebrities are so desperate for attention. You pay them enough money. You give them a prime time slot. I swear to you, you will see like, you know, Peter Brady. And Kathy Griffin and Andy Dick, 
they'll be doing celebrity Russian roulette. Oh, I'm, I I'm guarantee quite sure they would. Yeah. Josh had another one. When eating week old leftovers goes wrong. That's that's got some potential. He also said you could have a betting element to that one, which I approve of because I think that would be great. You could do that on all these, you know, di- discovery type shows. Will they or won't they be able to keep this lunch down? Mm, that's interesting. And actually, that's the show. It's just a lunch that is sitting on a counter. You put a group of people in there and you say, pick the one out that won't make you sick. All these are going to make you sick except one. Or maybe it's the other way. All of them will make you fine except one will make you sick. And then we place bets and everybody has a different color t-shirt on. And you just bet on like red or green or blue. Whoever you think is going to puke. And then there's four meals, four people. They all sit down. We find out who pukes. How about black light hotel room? Mm. Yeah, see, I feel like they've done a show like that, though. Aren't there they shows? Did? Well, I feel like they've done shows with black lights, or maybe those are just news segments where every so often 2020 gets bored. Well, or- yeah, they're like, hey, did you know the remote control of the hotel room's gross? Yeah. yeah. I didn't need you to tell me. People are scratching themselves, touching each other, fluids are coming out, and they change the channel. I know it's gross. Yeah. Hotel rooms are a place that I just have to completely turn that part of my brain off and say, right, don't you, care, I'm not thinking fall, about it. I don't care how well they come not in and clean. Not thinking about it, don't care. Doesn't matter. You're stepping on pubes and there's stuff all over the place in there. It's disgusting. And we were just doing the story a couple weeks ago where a guy was in his hotel room. Yeah. It's a nice hotel, just sleeping away. He wakes up and the hotel manager is at the foot of the bed sucking his toes. Right. How are you supposed to get a night-night with that? You can't. How do you ever fall asleep again? Right. Even in your own house, let alone a hotel. Somebody's just- sucking on my toes. You're imagining it. Did I imagine it that one time? Yeah, right. Uh, that w- you'd be traumatized for life, I feel like, if you did that. I. There are people saying, by the way, that Faces of Death was an actual show. What do you mean it was a show? Well, a par- or a movie or something back in the 70s, there was apparently something where they... It's a collection of death scenes ranging from TV material to homemade Super 8 movies. Ted, Teddy, was, yeah. Teddy was banging back then. I, back when I was banging, I remember watching some of those. And there was one that I, I'll never forget. It was a guy who jumped out of an airplane and his parachute didn't. Uh, and it's, <laughs> like, and they you put real? this on TV? No, well, no, no were, it was this like, was like a movie, yeah, like a video or something. Yeah, you, you could rent the video. Yeah. Yeah. So but, you, but it was real people. It was real it was people real, dying. Was, yeah, real people dying. Real death. And they collected these together, and it was made a film about it. <laughs> Jeez, Jesus! Remember, the remember the good old days. The good old days. We need to get back to this. These YouTubers and Instagrammers and TikTokers out oh. there doing all this crazy crap. Not like when I was a kid, when you could go down to the family video and rent a bunch of people jumping out of planes and turning into goo. That's what I used to watch. Uh, yeah. That was wholesome television back when I was a kid. All I'm right. sorry back when I was banging. Common Man and T-Bone is sponsored by the Hinderer Motor Company. We love what moves you. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, hell is frozen over. Oh, yeah? Here's how I know. Because my wife is listening to the show and sent me a text. Oh, right on. She never listens to the show. 
but she's listening to the show, and I was talking about how Ariana Grande is on my list of women that I can sleep with without mm-hmm. penalty. Sure. And she asked me, do you think that I am on anybody else's list? Who's the I in that me, sentence? Me. The, oh, not the person sending the text. No. The common man. Yes, Are you on me. someone else's list? Do you think that, you know, I have, we have a lot of female fans out there. Sure. Do you think any female fans have me on their list? Why not? I'm sure someone, I'm sure some people do. Shoot your shot. Maybe they have the... <laughs> <laughs> slide into my dms maybe they, just, male or female well you thought those uh those emails for the cookie recipe ted were pretty hot and steamy just wait till he sees his dms after this show especially when the podcast drops then it's going to be all email fair me game. at slobber my knob <laughs> at gmail.com oh <laughs> did you have a uh indecent proposal moment one day at, i, uh, I like did. a blue yes, jacket this, game was, or this something was many like years ago back when i was banging okay and uh I was at a Blue Jacket game, and a guy approached me. He was very excited. He said, hey, common man, listen to the show every single day. My my wife here listens to, I don't know if it was wife or girlfriend, one of the two, but she was standing hmm. right there. Sure. She was standing right there, and she's smiling, and yeah, yeah, I listen to you. And, you know, it was, conversation was normal and pleasant for about one minute. And then, you know... If you wanted to have sex with her, I'd be fine with that. Wow. And so she's looking at me like, I'd be fine with it too. Wow. Thank you very much for the offer. Go jackets. I think I'm going right. to go back to my seat yeah, now. Right. See, so you were, you were, you actually had a moment where you could have said, Mills Lane, let's get it on. Yeah. And you chose to. I mean, I don't uh, know what would have happened if I did. Like, do you exchange numbers? Did he mean right there? Yeah, he's saying. In like one of the bathrooms? He's, no, he's like, let's leave. Let's blow this popsicle stand, right? Let's get out of here and let's go do something else. Now, he's going to film it all. I hope you're okay with yeah, that. Yeah, he's going to watch he's it. He's going to be watching it creepily from the corner. That's going to happen. There's, listen, there's no way that happens where he's like, now you two have fun. I'm going to shut the door and then I'm going to walk down the hall and not think about this for the. You know, 32 seconds it takes or whatever. And then I'll be back in in 90 seconds and we'll forget this ever happened. That's not going to be a thing. You you have to deal with him being in the room. See, you use that as a negative, but the reality is I can please her so quickly. It wouldn't need to be longer than 30 seconds. Please her or you. She'd be begging for mercy. <laughs> You'd be please, pleased please, with yourself, I think. Please stop. This is too right. much ecstasy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I think can't that, handle it. That's right. Yeah, here's what I know. I definitely know, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I appreciate all of you. I know. I know. I don't know what you're going to say. Bear with me here. All right, go ahead. I know that I have met male listeners in our audience who, if I said, hey, I'd like to hang out with your wife for an evening, they'd be like, absolutely, go right ahead. And wouldn't they wouldn't bat an eye. I've never met the couple where the like wife seems to be into it like that. I'm saying I've I'm met telling you she was into it. I get it. I'm saying I've definitely met male listeners of our audience that I feel like if I said right now, one time offer your wife and I just go off and do something, they'd be like, Abs- go right. I'd be, be an honor. So I've, <laughs> sir, sir, Mr. Bone, sir, it would be an honor. <laughs> or if not, you guys are really laying it on thick with how nice you are, because sometimes I get a weird impression, but that's fine. Uh, I appreciate the niceness. It's okay. Hey, shoot your shot. That's what I'm saying to you. My wife doesn't believe that anybody's on the list or that I'm on anybody's yeah, list. Yeah, you know what? Shoot your shot with either of she us. She thinks this then, is all very funny. 
my wife has like zero belief that that's a thing. Which right, I always, I'll, I'll show her. I'll do it and I'll film it and I'll show it to her. <laughs> Here, you which didn't I, think I could do it with anybody. Here you go. I always say to my wife, I'm like, but you and I are together. Yes, and what? like you, you chose are an me. awesome person that I think is cool. Why would you think no other people would be interested? Bone, let me tell you something right now. Yeah. You're a catch. Thanks. All you right. Know what? You know, what, if, Mike? I, if I were single and a woman, yeah, I'd go right after you. Mike, you know what? You're a great catch. Thank too. you. I know that. Teddy, you are a man's man and a great catch. And I Teddy's hope- a great catch. That's right. Love yeah. Teddy. Ted's got this is stamina. All very homoerotic now, Todd's right, Teddy? Got, Todd's Todd too. I don't know why I said Todd. Uh Teddy's got stamina. That's the thing that I think you and I would lack. Ted is like out there on the treadmill every day doing good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about that on the show tonight, too. Oh, yeah. What, what show? Pervert Ted is tonight? Oh. Did we change the date? Isn't it it's usually? Every, it's every night. Oh, it's every night. Yeah, it's every night, it's okay. every night <laughs> we think about it. What do you think it would sound like if we all got it on? <laughs> What's wrong with bros just saying, hey, we're all we're all good catches for other people. Right. That doesn't mean we're all interested in right. each other. But if we were, that'd be fine. I'm just saying we're all interested in other things, but we're just building each other up here. Little little guy time is saying you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. The best of common man and T-bone. Right. The other thing that bothers me is that I, I rarely use public bathrooms, but nature was calling today. And I had to here. And uh our bathroom upstairs there's multiple stalls there's a urinal and it's just dead quiet oh I, no noise i hate that nothing there's not even an air vent running just dead quiet it should be illegal to have that level of quiet in a public bathroom there needs to be a minimum decibel level in every public bathroom, it can be an, a white noise fan running. You can pump in some Muzak, whatever you have to do. It was dead quiet. So, of course, someone walks in. And I, look, I'm not the type of guy who can just sit down and unload. Maybe, well, maybe a psychiatrist would have a field day with that. But I give the courtesy cough like <laughs> just to let you know I'm here. And then I'm really, really quiet until the coast is clear. And then I... Then I just blow out. I understand. You didn't have to get the script. But of course, the guy who came in, you know, he had none of those problems. So he just sat right down at the stall next to me and, oh my God, (laughs) just explosions. I I need some sort of sound buffer. We need well, I think they're they have codes for everything, right? Like you can't just build a toilet that's two inches off the ground. You have a certain height requirement for toilets in a building. They have an amount of temperature that the faucet is not allowed to exceed when you put the hot water on. It can't be 180 degrees and scald your hand. They have limits to this stuff. There has to be something that says the minimum decibel level. Maximum two. We can put an end to it so you don't have a jet engine in there, but something above zero decibels must be on in public restrooms. You need a noise barrier, just like we have. There's no technically health and safety reason to have the physical barriers we do between the stalls. That's just for your and my own psychology, right? That's yeah. So we can yeah. handle the fact that we're sitting in a room with a bunch of other people who are all defecating. That's what's going on. I know. 
I'm just saying they put the barriers up. So it's like, no, I'm not there. I'm in my little cube of serenity. And you don't think about how right next to you, someone is losing half their intestine. So all I'm telling you is if we can do that for our mental health, when we go to the bathroom, we can put some sound up yes, there too. There's got to be sound up there. Also, sound barriers, just like physical barriers. If you are the type of person that will go into a public bathroom, sit on the toilet, take a crap and talk on your cell phone oh, while doing it, I, go right to jail. You have no place in society. I, I've heard that at the urinal too. Where someone's like, oh yeah, hang on. Yeah, I just go into the bathroom. And they'll say it. Yeah, I just go into the bathroom. You have you, no place in society. The only... Uh, I want to be clear on this. I would never do that. The only... I'm trying to think of the people I could be on the phone with that wouldn't immediately recoil in terror. All right, well, just call me when you're done, I guess. Right, like... If I called my wife and we were talking and she's like, what's that noise? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just staring at the urinal. Sorry. She would be like, ew, get off the phone. And I, in fact, maybe don't come home. Like she would just be horrified with me because she, too, thinks that's a ridiculous thing to do. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, she would. She'd, she'd disown me in a second. I mean, I do call my wife in to look at my impressive dumps. No, no, no. no. We, that's we've been married almost 18 years oh There's, so you, you mean if you were out i'm saying if i'm out and oh, she yeah, found out yes, that i'm on yes. the phone and i'm talking to her she would say get off the phone what's the Call matter me when with you're you? Done, you there's idiot. people around you yes she would be mortified for yes, those people she should be that's, that's right. what i'm saying no that trust me you show your wife your dumps i show she shows me hers that, we you just, know what? we're all it's that's a, a good marriage that is a healthy marriage <laughs> you know it's great She's going to go to like her exercise class tomorrow. And someone's going to be like, um, I learned something about you. And she's gonna be like, that's not true. And you know what? It is true. She's lying. She's lying. She's lying. She's a liar. Like, Tyvis was in here yesterday. And he, cause he talks to my wife. They, yes. have, they have a relationship. That's fine. <laughs> well, you're here three to six. So someone's got to be home. No, they, they, you know what? They work together with business things. I gotcha. And he always says, oh, she's the nicest person in the world. And she is. But you know what? That's her representative, sure. Who goes out into the world? That's who Tyvis is talking to. I come home, I get the down and dirty, and I want to also point out that I married the down and dirty. I like that. Yeah, you married the person when she lets her hair down. That's who you got married to, right? Not necessarily. Same with me. Like when my wife talks on the phone, there's phone voice, and but, I always give her crap about it. But there are too many people who go out in society and show people they're down and dirty. I get that, that. That should be for your home. Yeah. Not for me. I don't want to hear you talking on the phone while you're taking a crap. What's the right. matter with you? There's there's a level of realness that I appreciate in every human. I don't need you to keep it all real. Like, I assume when you go home, if you have a relationship with someone, two of you may decide to engage in some uh, enjoyment in the bedroom. <laughs> but if I'm at a baseball game, I don't necessarily want to see that in the stands next to me. Right. We have... Right? We have yes. standards about the things that you might do in private versus what you do in public. And that's all I'm saying is if you want to talk to someone in the bathroom when you're at your own bathroom at home, do that. When we're out in public, you walk in and you're talking on the phone. We got so many laws now about bathrooms coming up in the states here. How about we get some laws about phone calls in the bathroom? Illegal. Go to jail for five years. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care what I your care, genitals I are. I care nothing about they, they that. They should have a, a, like a phone Image with a little X through it. Right. You can have unisex bathrooms all day. That doesn't bother as me as long at all. as you're not using your phone. No phones in the bathroom. That's Let's all unite on that. 
If you haven't thought about Buckeye football today, I'm sorry to tell you that you're dead. Our condolences. Your home of the Buckeyes. The fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is a thing that my buddy John actually alerted me to in a group chat uh, last week. Sent me a video of, and I, again, I would not, I cannot digest this. I could not do this. I think I would have a textural issue with it. All right. Um, it's uh, octopus hot pot. Now, uh, before you describe exactly what this is, mm-hmm. I enjoy octopus. Yes. I eat it you do. whenever I can. I wish there were more restaurants like Italian restaurants and Greek restaurants in town that had octopus. I'm not talking about calamari. I'm not talking about squid. I'm talking about octopati. The larger ones yeah. with the big suckers. I really like to put those big suckers in my mouth. Okay. I don't doubt it. Maybe um, I'll invite my friend Chode to eat some octopus that's, with again, me. Again, band names that I wish I had musical talent enough to do. Chode and the big suckers. That's what I'm calling my band. I'm going on tour. As long as you open for G-Love and his special sauce. <laughs> or maybe the special sauce comes after. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that's right. You open for them. You open for them. Then the special sauce. Yeah, then you get the special sauce. That's exactly right. Okay, so in the octopus hot pot, here's what they serve in Korea, okay? All right. A pot is brought to you with spicy broth with chives, whole garlic, enoki mushroom, and pork belly. Okay. Sounds good. That is simmering in a hot pot, obviously. It's it's boiling hot. Flavorful broth. Yes. And then they've got other stuff in it too, right? Some veggies, some other veggies, things like that. This is brought to your table. And then two live octopus that are roughly the size of your hand. I'm saying the body of it is the size of your hand and then tentacles or whatever the tentacles are, right? They're just there. So a small octopus, not a huge. Well, huge what thing. I mean is but not like the little tiny calamari little the little whole guys you can right, get that are deep fried. It. They're they're like yeah, it's like a I don't know, 8 Soft, inches to a foot. Softball size. Yeah, octopus. Yeah. yeah. So they put two of those in the hot pot live. Which I, you know, again, it's it's like with lobster, right? You put a live lobster in the boiling hot water, it's cooked instantly, that kind of stuff. It's instantly cooked, right? However, so they put it in there for a few seconds so it can all be, you know, die basically. And then they start cutting it up and they cut off first the uh the big fat squishy globe part of the oct- like the the, 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 the body. octopus basically. The yeah, the body yeah. and the head and all that. That they chop off and then leave in the broth and then all the whatever's in there is just oozing out into the broth. Mm-hmm. Then they find the beak. <laughs> You're not selling the restaurant Hang concept on. here. I'll get there. Then they have the beak. The beak part they do have to remove because you can't eat that because it's, you know, beak. It's just, how would you eat it? You can't. It's, right. it's like hard like your teeth. Then the tentacles are left and then they cut those up and those are in there. But those still have like neurons and stuff that are firing inside of the octopus even though it's dead mm-hmm. those are still going so the tentacles are just wriggling around in the boiling hot hot pot oh so you could eat it so and you can still pick one it in up your mouth. it's curling around your little uh chopsticks or whatever you're using if you're using a fork or chopsticks sometimes they're curling up around it and that's what they're eating mm-hmm. so then after you're done with the octopus part of the meal it's not over 
then they will bring out some day old rice and they will mix that in with whatever's left in the hot pot, the rest of the soup broth and the innards of the octopus, whatever else is in there. They'll mix that all up. And then that's your fried rice that you eat after. I got to tell you, this all sounds delicious. I, you know what? I would eat the fried rice. I would not want it. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat somebody else's leftover soup. What do they do? You with know the what I mean? Like sack. Do they puncture the ink sack? I don't. I maybe these ones don't have, or maybe they're like born without it, or they, they don't have ink. Well, they can make seedless watermelons. Can they make inkless water octopus? I, I don't, don't know. Think, I don't think so. No, maybe not. I don't know. So here, here's why I think this would be successful. Okay, you talk about like hibachi, like the Japanese steakhouses. It's all a big show, right? You go there and they. You know, make a little volcano out of the onion and yeah. all that stuff. You're paying for the show. I don't think we have enough table side experiences at restaurants. Sure. Okay. What's the number one? We're always talking about, oh, everything's tipping. We got to tip this person. We got to tip that person. But when you go to a, an experience, all of a sudden you don't have a problem tipping. Right? Yeah. Because everything's right. done right in front of you. If you get the little octopus, they come out, they're killed right in front of you and sort of wiggling around and they're chopping up parts of it. That's part of the show. It is part of the show. I like that. You do? Yes. See, I don't. I want it wiggling around on my teeth. I, see, you can't I don't, get fresher than I that. Can't, I can't do the fresh. I can't do that. No, you I don't need to You can't get fresher. I don't want it. I don't care. Give me stale octopus that isn't wriggling around on my tongue. I'm just saying, what an experience it would be if you went oh. and got a chicken sandwich today. All right. And you've been into what? the chicken sandwich and you heard a little. <laughs> bark. It'd be awesome. You know, it? it's, it's fresh. Would it? Yes. You know what? Next time we go for chicken sandwich, I'm going to say, hey, Mike wants chicken thighs, but can you leave the leg in there and the foot and the talons? Can you leave all that there? The actual rubbery foot? Let's just cook the whole thing like that. They do that some places. Some just places do that. they do. That's right. Yeah, so why don't you eat a chicken sandwich like that? That's fine. Mm. I'm, I'm saying we can make a killing. I don't think we can. With our half-dead hot pot. Is <laughs> I what we would call. That's the name of the restaurant. Hot pot. Yeah. Half-dead hot pot. Mm. That's right. <laughs> That sounds so gross. Everything we bring to the table is slightly alive. <laughs> Everything. And then we finish the job right there at the table. Right. You can't get fresher. That's good. So we're like, it's it's like half dead, half alive. So what else would we serve? We could serve like, could you serve like a, do people eat like snake? Could you come think yeah, of They do some places, yes. Have, so like half dead, half alive snake. Maybe you have like half dead hot pot, half dead, half alive, like a chicken leg that's still kind of wriggling. I'm just saying so many other places you go to a steakhouse now. What are they always saying? This has been aged for how many days? Yeah. Wet age, dry age, 28 days, 45 days, all this other stuff. We do the complete opposite. We bring you something that is still alive to the table. And then we finish the job right there. Cook it in the hot pot. That's your meal. Blah. Yes, that's great. Half dead hot pot. Do they do that with like escargot with snails? Do they do? Are the are the snails ever alive? I, mean, I, I don't. Alive? I don't believe they so. don't ever bring them to you alive I, and they no, cook I them. Don't, There's I don't a special so. way of cooking those, right? Yeah, I assume. Yeah, I don't want to know how. It, I'm, I've never they, had they escargot. They boil them. They take them. Oh, they take they them out of the them? shell. Oh, okay. Then they boil them. All right. Then they season them and then they put them back in the shell. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then what do you do? Then you take your little escargot fork. They have one of those. Sure, a little tiny. See, I would Four. never know that. I would walk into the French restaurant and just take one of those shells and go and just suck well, you know it out what? of there. That... Just suck suck that snail right out of there, buddy. That sounds good to me, too. Yeah, why not? I love sucking snails. <laughs> if you'd like to devote your entire life to football, we can help with that. Football Friday is coming. coming, coming. Sponsored by the Bet Park Sportsbook app. The Fan. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. This is, uh, there's some good ones to start us off here. Mark says, uh, would you rather all your favorite foods no longer exist? Or would you rather all your favorite music no longer exist? Um, and now when you say favorite, if if we're saying what is your all-time favorite food? Like I I love pizza. I'd probably say pizza is my favorite food. So if you said there's no more pizza in the world, but I could still go to McDonald's, I could still make myself a steak, I could still have Taco Bell. No, I think Bell. I think that is included. All, he said he said favorite foods. But I love lots I, of foods. I understand. How does it know? So your entire diet will consist of lima beans. How does it know? This is a fictional scenario. <laughs> no, in this in my mind the would you How rather machine know? knows. The would you rather machine knows what our favorite foods are and what the line is. Well then what's music? Like I hear lots of songs where I'm like I don't know who this is. This is good. And then it's just instantly deleted from the earth? Yes. No, that's stupid. It's yes. got to be like your favorite top 2 or top 3. It can't be like a I like how you're assigning rules to yeah. somebody else's would you rather. Yeah. I, case, I would eliminate the music before I eliminate the food. I, I know that'd be your answer. I think I would eliminate, if it's only three or four of each, I would eliminate foods. I'd get rid of my favorite foods and then I'd have my favorite music. You know what, what I would do? What's that? I would come in here and eat pizza and burgers right in front of you. <laughs> That's good. And then I and would... And then you, uh, would, you would be listening to Jove right nope, in front of me? I wouldn't But actually, I wouldn't be able to hear it. I'd be thrilled that there's no Bon Jovi or oh, you know, you know any what? of that stuff to listen that, to. That, can I tell you something? Billy Joel. In all, in all honesty... Yeah. That's that's rude. <laughs> Why is it rude? Not liking something is fine. Wishing something off the earth that you know other people enjoy that are close to you? Rude. You do this all the time. No, rude. Yes, you do this all the time. You don't there's lots of um, you just said right there you would pick your favorite music to go away. You would be wishing Bon, bon Jovi, Billy Joel, all that stuff to go away, right? Well, if I could keep my food is what I'm saying. Right. Yes. Okay. So I'd be happy that you're eating pizza. Or whatever your favorite food is. Rub it all over me. Mm-hmm. Right That's right. You. you want another one? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't find the full one. All I have is that. All right. Well, this is from Bacon House, who said, my guys, would you rather spend the night at the Sybaris Pool Suites with Paula Poundstone and Greta Van Susteren or John Sterling and Susan Waldman? Teddy, can you find the full version of that? I cannot find I'd rather, it. I personally would rather hang out with Paula Poundstone and Greta Van Susteren just to find out if they are, in fact, two different people. <laughs> now, here's the real question. Do our listeners at this point know who each of those people are? I don't, I don't know. Because Paula Poundstone has not been relevant. If You could argue that she was ever relevant in 20 years. Well, she... It, Greta Van Susteren was a talking head... On a news channel, but I think she's dead now. No, she's not dead. Well, dead is in terms of oh, not okay. on the air anymore. But I want to say Paula Poundstone is actually still on. Like she does a thing. I want to say with she like does NPR a thing with NPR. I think she's on fairly regularly on one of their shows. The so shows I'm saying, called fairly regularly. 
Yeah, it's called Fairly Regularly. That With does Paula sound, Poundstone. It does sound like an NPR well, didn't show. Paula Poundstone have a thing where she was charged with child endangerment? I I think you might be right. And I'm once trying to you look get charged up. with child endangerment, shouldn't then, that keep you off NPR? Yeah, go talk to the NFL about all that. They keep you off of anything you do when there's child endangerment, unless you're Adrian Peterson. Yeah, let's, then let, you, okay. I'm just saying, let's it doesn't also, end your career, apparently. You have to have some founded for, proof of it. Go find another boring talk show host off the street. You can't find another Adrian Peterson. <laughs> She's a comedian. She's oh, not yeah. a boring talk show Teddy, host. Did, you, did you, you find the whole thing? I, I have it. It's a, a Thursday night football edition. Thursday night football. Oh, we Thursday were trying, night football. I knew it was some night of football that they were auditioning. That's All right, right. Go ahead and play this. All right. Thing. So it's about a minute and a half. Right, so God. you can tell me if we need to tap out. But. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Are we ready? Yes. I can't tell if I want to make out with you right now or fight you. How about we do both? <laughs> oh, well, that was a new experience for me. I don't know about you, but uh, I, I kind of like that, Paula Poundstone. Yeah, great event, sister. I think we should do that all the time. Hey, what's going on with the game? I can't think about football when I'm staring right back at you. Me neither. Let me tell you something, homie. Yeah? That, that could be <laughs> my favorite thing of all time. Because it's so it's stupid. stupid. It it's is so, so stupid. stupid. <laughs> now, the joke, obviously, is that they have the same sounding they voice. They sound the same. They yes. sound the same. You can't tell the difference between the two of them. And I've never seen them both in the same place at the same time. Mm. Uh, by the way... For what it's worth, Kappa, the local performing arts group here in town, they just hosted, as of Saturday, March 18th of this year, at the Southern Theater, Paula Poundstone, live oh, in concert. Good. I'm glad she was there. She was known for her smart, observational humor and yeah. spontaneous wit that became the stuff of legend. <laughs> uh, said, says here she can be heard weekly as the host of the comedy podcast, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. I like the name. That's true. And as a regular panelist on NPR's comedy news quiz, wait, wait, don't tell me. And I knew I, I thought that was correct. I thought she was doing something on NPR. Right. There you go. Thank you. What was the question? Oh, there was uh, an original would you rather with this, wasn't yes. there? Would you rather spend the night at the Sybris Pool Suites with Paula Poundstone and Greta Van Susteren or John Sterling and Susan Waldman? I think we did one with Susan oh, Waldman John, and John Sterling, too. For the, I think we did one when they were... Or we did one where they were... Uh, Reading sexy food. They were reading sexy food things, and then Guy Fieri, I believe, broke in and interrupted yeah, sexy them. Sexy food texts. This was this was when we believed that Bobby Flay and Giada De Laurentiis were getting it on. Yes, and there were rumors that there were sexy texts between them. Yes, but we didn't have any of the sexy texts, so then we made them up and then had yes. other people read them. Yes, I can't stop thinking about you as I spoon out this locally sourced cream corn into a casserole pan. 
That's so romantic. I'm pounding out some veal right now, getting ready to lightly saute it in a red wine demi-glace. You're making me hot. Almost as hot and creamy as this New England clam chowder I had for lunch. It was packed full of potatoes, just like I'd like to pack you full of potatoes. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I think I took it too far. I'm wearing nothing but cheesecloth right now. LOL. Sexy. I'm only wearing an oven mitt. I'll be over soon. I have an appearance at a farmer's market this afternoon. I can't wait to get you from that farm to this table. LOL. Is somebody reading sexy food text? Well, if so, Gaffietti wants to put his breadstick in somebody's foie gras right now. All right. How did you get in here? And who the hell are you? I've seen you before. You're the winner, winner, chicken dinner guy. You know it, brother. I hate your face. When we come back, I'm going to teach this broad how to dance. Only on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. As much as I liked the Greta Van Susteren, Paula Poundstone one, Mm -hmm. I hate that. Really? Yeah, hate it. No, I thought it would be okay. No, I hate it. I didn't think it was Burn it, Ted. that bad. Burn it. it. Was, I mean, I thought it was like a four. No. On a scale okay, of 10. I'm not playing. I'm not replaying fours. <laughs> I'll play a four <laughs> once because we didn't know it was a four. Right, that's fine. Now we know it's a four. Let's not play it again. So who are you spending the night with? Paula Poundstone then. and Greta Van Susteren or John Sterling and Susan Waldman? John Sterling, Susan Waldman. What do you think would happen if... Uh, you accidentally tried to throw a ball to John Sterling in the hotel room. Like, hey, you want to play some catch? You like baseball. And Holmes read it a deal. A ground ball at the third. That's not it. Why do people keep putting that one on here? I don't don't know. I want him hit by a ball. (laughs) Not the call to end the game. You want the one, yes. And Holmes at the belt. Now the 3-2 swung on. A pop foul back here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. I love it. I love elder abuse by a ball. <laughs> it's not elder abuse. It is. He's old. It's him calling a game and not seeing the baseball flying towards his head. <laughs> Given that he's famous for not knowing where baseballs are on a baseball diamond when he's calling baseball games, I think it's relevant and funny. It's not elder abuse. It's us going, look at this guy who forgets where the ball is getting hit by a ball. I am told that we have another Paula Poundstone, Greta Van Susteren. We do. One. This is when they were making draft picks. Oh. It says 2019 mock draft oh, picks okay. 89 Poundstone and Greta. Okay. Let's see what happens. I don't know, man. With the uh, number eight pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Brian Burns, outside linebacker from Florida State. I'm Paula Poundstone. Now here's Greta Van Susteren with the ninth pick in the draft. Oh, thanks, Paula. Definitely a different person for a different pick. I'm Greta Van Susteren. Definitely not Paula Poundstone. At number nine, the Buffalo Bills select Jonah Williams, offensive lineman from Alabama. Are you still there, Paula Poundstone? You know it, Greta. God, how I've missed you. Of course. That, that totally sucks. Why? Why do I like it so I much? I, I, I do. I yeah. think there needs to be a regular appearance by both of them. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. And then Anya comes over. 
and <laughs> books you a trip. Obsessed with my my sister in law's girlfriend Anya. Anya, yeah. All right. What, what, I was gonna say, what's next? What's first? We haven't done anything yet. No. I don't think we've said anything other no, than said nothing. you said would you rather and then I read a would you rather and then we played bits. Okay. If you miss a live show, you can catch the podcast. If you miss the podcast, our hosts have volunteered to have dinner with you. Ah, the meatloaf! Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is Man and Bones. <laughs> Right. It is. <laughs> I'm running out of stuff to do. I know. I got it. It's it okay. is Wild Card oh. Wednesday. You know what's funny is uh, I'm last. I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry, God. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so I will tell you this. Full disclosure. Last week we had non sports Tuesday. Yeah. Followed up by Wild Card Wednesday. Followed up by Would You Rather Thursday. And then followed up by We Give Up Friday. Yeah, who gives a, who gives a bleep Friday? That's right. So what I'm saying is by like Thursday afternoon, <clears throat> excuse me, as I almost choke. Uh, last week, I was like, boy, you know, I, I never thought I would say this, but perhaps we've gone too far with the nonsense. <laughs> perhaps. You silly, right. silly man. And then I got to yesterday at about 3.15 and was like, where's Wild Card Wednesday when you need it? So I'm back, baby. I'm all about it. Well, speaking of I'm that, ready for it. Well, we have, uh, this is actually sports related. Okay. We have the Women's World Cup that is getting underway. We decided to put together some previews for you. And we've gotten our friends, Greta Van Susteren and Paula Poundstone, to do some previews to get you ready for all the group action. Yeah, because there's groups. Just like, you know, World Cup, there's four teams. You play each of the teams once. Top two teams of each group advance to the knockout round. Same thing as the Men's World Cup. Was it yesterday or the day before that we played all the Paula Poundstone, Greta Van Susteren eh, It might stuff? have been a couple days. I don't know. All right, whatever. It's, uh, it's stupid, but it still tickles us. You may not know who either of these people are, and that's okay. You, all you have to know is they are identical voice twins, and they're telling you about the Women's World Cup. Let's take a listen. Oh, hello. I'm Paula Poundstone, here to preview Group F of the Women's World Cup, which features France, Brazil, Jamaica, and Panama. Joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Fred Van Susteren. Oh, thanks, Paula Poundstone. Yeah, really excited for this year's Women's World Cup. It's going to be a blast. I got to say, Fred Van Susteren, I think we disagree here because I believe France is going to make it all the way through to the finals of the World Cup, but you seem to be thinking it's Brazil. Well, that's right, Paula Poundstone. Brazil is clearly the better team, and they have not forgotten 2019. They're going to come back with a vengeance, and they're going to take it to France this time. Well, great event, Susteren. I don't know how Marta's going to hold up with her old-ass legs. She's going to probably tear an ACL, probably blow out a quad or an ACL or an MCL or something else. I don't know. I said that a couple times, but the point is, Marta sucks, and Brazil sucks, and France is going to win. 
You say that to my face, Paula Brownstone. You know I love France. Oh, yeah? Well, I love Brazil. Which one am I? Who cares? <laughs> they fight and then make out with each other. <laughs> they don't know what to do. Because they hate each other, but well, they can't keep their hands you know, off each other. They're narcissists. Yeah. They love themselves, but yet they see themselves in the other person. Maybe you're saying you can't possibly keep that bit going for three hours. Watch us. Because we have more. Watch out. Something. Uh, I, I just, a little sneak preview. In one of them, the queen makes oh, an appearance. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh. Maybe a little three-way action. The best of Common Man and T-Bone. Women's World Cup is starting up soon. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. We have no idea because we can't figure out time differences. But we've gotten our friends... Greta Van Susteren and Paula Poundstone. You may not know who they are. It doesn't matter. Here's what you need to know. They have the exact same sounding voice. And they're getting you ready for the Women's World Cup. We already played you one, which I'm sure will win a Marconi Award for best production piece. That's right. Here's another one. All right, it's time for our Group B preview of the Women's World Cup, which features Australia, Canada, Ireland, and Nigeria. I am Paula Poundstone, and I am picking Australia. The host country is going to win this one, no questions asked. Well, Paula Poundstone, that's unfortunate because I, Greta Van Susteren, feel like the opposite is true. It's not going to be Australia. They're a little overrated. They're going to be hyped up by the crowd. Canada's going to come in and put that maple syrup on them and slow them down. Is that right, Greta Van Susteren? You think Canada, with their defense, no scoring, you think they can stop the powerhouse that is Australia? Yeah, as a matter of fact, Paula Poundstone, I do. I'm Greta Van Susteren, here for Canada. Canada rules. Well, I'm Paula Poundstone, and I say, let's have a bevy and settle this like women. You're on, Paula Poundstone, or Greta Van Susteren, whichever one we are. They're so confused. I know. Always but it always ends, it ends the same. Uh, on the burner phone, I want to go through some of these texts. Are these the naked texts, or are these just no, regular? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. is just regular oh. comments. I was going to say those wouldn't Wild be good on the radio. Wednesday. <laughs> this is from Ryan. Of all common man's impressions, Jay Burson, Evan Turner, the Queen, etc. I think his Anthony Rothman might be my favorite. Hmm. More Rothman impressions, please. Go to hell. For those who aren't familiar, want to give him a little bit of AR? I, I don't know if I can do it. I mean, what are you going to do? I gotta go. Uh, I, I don't know if I can barely even walk, let alone golf. <laughs> then he shoots I mean, like then a, I'll just go out there and I guess I'll just kick your ass and win the whole tournament. Wins a trophy. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, don't, I don't think he's that good. What do you mean? Oh, your, your, your impression? impression? He is good at golf. Yeah, but your impression your impression's fine. I'm glad that people like it, though. I will say I heard him and Timmy out there because now Timmy's hurting. Right, for, uh, Tim's got injuries. I'm not, I'm not bemoaning that or making fun of that. He does have some injuries dealing with and I heard Rothman talking about like, oh man, you gotta see my guy. Like he's got a whole thing. Apparently, there's someone that he knows that has an arm machine where you put your arm in it and it does arm something machine. to the machine. It does something to the shoulder joint and it loosens things up and it helps it out. You know who invented that machine? Who's that? Doug Fister. I that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best of Common Man and T Bone. Should we do another World Cup preview? If you so choose, Mike, that's fine. Actually, you know what? Let's not. Oh, okay. Because I don't know what I did with it. Okay, it's fine. I we'll was playing Creed before. How do we do it in the next segment? Or not. I'm, or I'm or just it. say nothing. That's I'm a good thing to do on the radio. <laughs> My favorite time I'm to be on the radio is when I'm Women's, with someone who's not saying anything. Women's World Cup starts at 3 a.m.? Yeah. This morning? Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Yeah, 3 a.m. 3 a.m. That's what I mean. Coming up. Yeah. 
And so we decided to preview the Women's World Cup with Paula Poundstone and Greta Van Susteren, who also, they hate each other, but they also make out with each other when it's all said and done. Well, it's time for our Group E preview, and we switch it up on you guys. This time, you didn't expect this at all. It's me, Greta Van Susteren. I'm starting off the preview, and I'm picking the U.S. women to go all the way. Not so fast, Credit Man Session. I'm Bottle Bandstone, and I say, watch out for the Dutch. The Netherlands are going to get it done in this World Cup. Bottle Bandstone, you're out of your mind. I'm Credit Van Session, and I say, U.S. women, they beat everybody by like 12 goals in the last World Cup. They're going to sweep this group, no questions asked. Credit Van Session, I feel like you're a one note record. The Netherlands are really good, and they ride bikes around, and they have, uh, that's the Netherlands, right? They have windmills and bicycles and the Dutch tulips, yes? I gotta tell you, Bottle Bandstone, I kind of lost my train of thought. Same here, Greta Van Susteren. I don't know what else we could do in this segment. Oh, Paula Parastone, I think you know exactly what we could do. Now we have one more of these to go. I know what you're saying. Thank, Thank God. God. <laughs> the next one, the queen makes an appearance. Mm. And there may be a threesome with Whoa, Greta Van Susteren. Why don't you just spoil the whole and bit? And Paula Poundstone. Just go ahead and tell them, too, hey, Oppenheimer, bomb at the end. It was a big old <laughs> well, giant bomb. We, but we know that. Well, we think we know. Maybe it comes at the beginning. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Have you? The <laughs> the bomb comes at the beginning? Well, I mean, it, it, it might be. Maybe. Christopher Nolan, he does weird things. You're right. That's his name, right? Director? That's that, Oppenheimer. Uh, I always want to say yeah. Peter North, and that is not him. That Peter is a North. porn star. Male porn star, I believe. Peter North. Is that right? I think so. Peter I could north. be wrong. Could be wrong on that too. It points north? Maybe. Maybe that was his idea. I don't know. Because the Peter. Got it. Points. That's what I. Peter yeah. is another word. I think that's his name. For schlong. <laughs> Thanks. Points Glad north. I'm Glad you're here. This is so <laughs> you're good. You're the only one. Uh huh. I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. The best of Common Man and T Bone. Maybe you're saying to yourself, I don't I don't know who to root for. I don't know what's going on in the Women's World Cup. Well, good news. We only have one of these left. That's good news number <laughs> That's one. That's great news. Good news number two is that Greta Van Susteren and Paula Poundstone, voice twins, are here to break down the Women's World Cup. And I believe the Queen joins them at some point in this preview. Let's listen. It's time for our Group D preview of the Women's World Cup. I'm Paula Poundstone, and I'm telling you that England is going to get it done in this group. Sure, they've got some injuries, but they're going to be awesome in the World Cup. Well, that's typical Paula Poundstone. I'm Greta Van Susteren, and of course, I'm right again because you're overlooking Denmark. Yep, the Danes got some bad luck the last few World Cups, but they're going to be right there this year. Greta Van Susteren, that's one of the dumbest predictions I have ever heard. I'm Paula Poundstone, and I say England goes all the way. And I've got someone who agrees with me right here. Oh, Paula Poundstone, you're a miserable whore. Oh, actually, Queen, uh, I, I'm the one who invited you here because I, I picked England. Greta Van Susteren is who picked uh, Denmark. There. No, I get you too confused. Greta Van Susteren, you are a miserable whore. Well, with all due respect, Queen, I'm Greta Van Susteren, and I say, you suck. I do suck and blow, but that is a different discussion. If there's one thing the Queen knows, is that England always wins Group D. And then they shove it in Group A as hard as they can, multiple times per evening. 
I gotta say, uh, Grand Van Sester, and I don't know how you feel about this, but uh, this conversation has taken a bit of a turn. Couldn't agree more, Pilot Poundstone. I think we need to talk a little bit more with the Queen about, uh, well, I can't remember which group we were discussing. I think we've entered Group V. We stopped a long time ago. I don't know what she's doing. I'm using my scepter. There we go. Is that it? That's it. All right. Well, was, I, there was a lot more. There was a lot more about, about how some of her that scepter out, yeah. took the batteries. I, I don't know how much you kept in. Yeah, you mentioned the girth of the batteries yeah. came up, and I, I just figured we'd leave that. Look, if you've got something that you're using that takes double A's, get real. Yeah. You need those big girthy d's mm-hmm. car battery that's what some people have these days <laughs> right that's right get a big old car battery and just plug it in let's go common man and t-bone is sponsored by the hinderer motor company we love what moves you the fan ohio's sports destination every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Wildcard Wednesday. Timmy is in for bone all week long. I've got an air bubble right at the top of my throat. You've had something going on. It's phlegm. For the last 24 no, hours. No, 24 all day hours. Yesterday you were hacking up a lung. It's like the last 10 years of my uh, life. Uh, uh, I've, mm, I've, uh, become, I've become that guy. <laughs> You're like my dad. I, I am. <laughs> From walking to rooms. My, my dad's not even like that. I've I, got, I, I don't know why I said that. I've got gluey phlegm. It's a bad combination mm. of thick, viscous phlegm. Yeah. You've got a film. And terrible OCD. Viscous is viscous. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Isn't that, that right? Term used Viscosity? Visc- viscous. It's, it's viscous. How would you say that? V-I-S-C-U-S? Sure, I don't know. Viscous? Viscous. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. What's the definition? Singular form of viscera, the internal organs in the main cavities of the body, especially those in the abdomen. I don't know. Intestines, I guess. Maybe I'm thinking more of a throat. Maybe I'm thinking of... Of an oral thing. Viscosity. Don't say oral. (laughs) Don't don't do it. Would you prefer anal? (laughs) What? Teddy's head is popped off in there. Yeah. What's the man? And don't say what after you've said it. You know what you said. What's the big deal? What? I'm in agreement with you. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> this show What's sucks, that? Ted. It's off the rails already. Oh, boy. I got three more days with this idiot? Yep. My God. Now only two and change. <clears throat> All right. Here's the other thing I wanted to talk about today. I'm in the shower this morning, cleansing myself, mm-hmm. as I do. 
And, you know, Kristen's shower products are also in there. I don't use them. I barely give them a glance, but they're there. I bet you got one of those nice, like, shelves that's built into the do. drywall. We do. We do have a shelf. Yeah, the niche. The we shower also, niche. We also have a little sit-down area in the shower. For when you get older? Well, Kristen uses it to shave her legs. I got Once you. a year. A little bench. When she does that. See the joke that I made there? Yeah. yeah. Hairy legs. Anyway, all the I'm time. Saying, she doesn't care. Just throw out. Anus or whatever the hell you did. That's not, that's not what I said. <laughs> I know. That's not, that's not what you said. Anywho. Continue. I want to know who is responsible for naming things. Like the lotion, like, like the soaps everything. and the shampoos. Like, like, the, like the body wash she has is called Midnight Woods or Midnight Path. Oh, like the, I, I, I got the Some, fragrance or whatever like it is. That. Yeah. Midnight Wood, is that what she said? <laughs> Man, who... All right, so are you, are you just going to do what, what he I does said. now? What's the matter with you? I look at you as some sort of beacon of maturity. <laughs> now you're going to do that? I I liked it. Thanks, Tim. I thought it was good. So I don't know why saying, you were making all these hand Teddy, signals when, when I when, said what I, I said. I know. When 51-year-old mature Panama Ted chimes in with that, what do you expect me to do? All right? I got anal over here. I got midnight wood over here. All right, continue. All right, let me continue. Whew. Anywho, what was I saying? You're talking about the oh, midnight woods or I don't, something. I don't understand that scent. What is that supposed to smell like? Like a like a tree in the middle of the night with a rapist hiding behind it? <laughs> Why is there a rapist? I don't know. It's midnight. It's the woods. <laughs> Only bad stuff happens the, in the woods the, at midnight. The rapists pop out. I don't know. Somebody's the there burying a body in the woods. That's a dumb name for a scent. Strawberry. I understand. I get strawberry. Even if you want to say uh, orchard, a variety of fruits, and you want to combine that. I understand what that is. Puffy clouds. I don't know what that is. Sorry. I don't know what water vapor in the sky smells like or is supposed to smell like. I agree with you. But then I agree. I glanced, I glanced at her shampoo. And I, for years, I always thought it said cashmere, which I guess makes sense because cashmere is smooth and silky and you want your hair to mimic cashmere. I understand that. Very soft and delicato. It does not say cashmere. Upon further review, it says caviar because that's what I think of when I wash my hair. Tiny fish eggs. Disgusting caviar. Disgusting caviar. Tiny fish eggs make my hair seem soft and luxurious. That's bizarre. Do you like caviar? I don't mind it. I I don't want to wash my hair with it. It's not an image that you get when you're talking about clean hair, is it? Mm Mm-mm. No. And then I was thinking about this place in Powell. Maybe you've been there. Maybe it's great. I don't know. The name of the restaurant is called The Locust Table. That's the imagery I want when I sit down and have a scone. Is a pestilent, disgusting bug. An insect. A just giant staring insect. Back at me. Why don't we just call it a cat piss table? Why don't we have that? Who's naming these things? I don't know, man. You, you got a good point with that. I've never thought about that. I'm going to check to see what type Sarah has tonight. When I take check my shower. Check to see what her scent is. I want to see what all those scents are. We usually have that. I feel like the body wash... 
is a pretty normal thing. Don't you, you have like a coconut and shea butter? I feel like that's a good combo for the body wash. And we have those beads. It's that soft oh. soap. It's a, this, a beads? It's tiny little. Get out of here. Get your mind wow, out of the I'm gutter. Just, I'm just sorry. They're, cl- they're cleansing We've already had beads. that word in this segment twice. They're microscopic little black beads that are in the body soap. And it's I think it's a cocoa butter and shea butter. Coconut. By the way, here's the definition of viscous from Joe Tardy. Joe Tardy knows all. Having a thick, sticky consistency between solid and liquid. Having a high viscosity. That's a pretty good So I was right. I used it correct. By the way, Locust yeah. Table gets 4.6 on Google. That's pretty good. 16 Crossing Street in downtown Powell. I'm sure it's fantastic. I'm sure it's wonderful. I just don't know what that means as a restaurant name. The Locust Table. No, thank you. Spider Egg Table. There is a there's an Axe body spray that is called Dark Temptation. But even that, that's a mood, right? I mean, I how, are you, how are yeah. you to say that that doesn't you know, classify that mood or that's, that scent. That's like a nightlife type of scent. Like that's I'm going out at night and I want the ladies to be tempted. That's what that says. Isn't that the marketing for that body spray? Fresh pavement. That's what I think <laughs> your body spray should P- smell prefer like. Prefer concrete, but okay. Concrete? We'll do Freshly pavement. poured. Fresh pour. Concrete. Yeah. Probably some asphalt in there too. You should see how proud he is of himself over there. You should see him over there. He looks like Boosh. You look like Boosh when you just read the teleprompter properly. (laughs) Yeah, I got that word. Strategery. There's an old saying. Call your friends for this show today, kids. Call them. Because I got Timmy here. I got Teddy here. And I'm the voice of reason, apparently. (laughs) Happy to help. Love crew soccer? Us too. Let's get married and catch every game together. Proud to be your local home for the black and gold. The Fan Ohio Sports Destination. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burner house down. Yeah, uh, this is from the burner phone. Just got a couple prepper commercials on the podcast. Oh. Are you guys going to start going Alex Jones material? <laughs> now, he may, he meant stream, not podcast. Yeah, I think that's a live must stream. Be. We outsource that crap, so we're not responsible for the commercials that may or may not pop in. Yeah, there's like the stuff that comes from us gets first dibs. Yeah. Dibs. And then after that, there's like other companies that leech onto the podcast and are like can we have some of your podcasts and then and that's where apparently preppers i guess i don't know we don't yeah unfortunately we don't have as much control over that so alex jones here for lizard cream lizard cream is the easiest way to tell if your loved ones have turned into a shape-shifting lizard person if nothing happens when you put the cream on their skin you'll know they're a shapeshifter. 
Also, don't put lizard cream on your own skin because uh, it burns really bad. Yeah. Unless you're a shapeshifter, then it won't burn. That's how you know. Available in one-gallon tubs for $269. No tax ever because I'm not giving the government a penny of my money. Go to AustraliaIsn'tReal.com and use promo code Kyrie Irving to get 1,776% off your order. I'm Alex Jones, and I also don't believe in hurricanes. Thank you, Alex. $269 for a thing is way too much money. Yeah. $125 for a thing, perfect amount. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we sold out of all our tickets today in two minutes for the back when I was bourbon. So if you didn't get yours, very sorry about that. We are. We will find we we've we figured this out though, as we've talked and discussed it amongst ourselves. The goal is in the future. We want to do more events and have it still be tough to get into, but the prices we want to find different prices. But this I event think we should have different price points for we have different listeners, don't we? Yeah. So we can have different price points. We can have exclusive events. events like this. We can also have events that don't have as high of a price tag, but maybe still only have like a, a few dozen people in it. Something yes. like that. So yes. we'll we'll find more of we're those things have, to do. We're gonna have a, a, a big event. We're excited about it. We're excited about this one, yes. Yes, this is the bourbon but event. I tell, the next event we have. I'm workshopping the name, but I think it's going to be called Man and Bone Hang with Trash. <laughs> and <laughs> we know that's, that you can't afford anything. That's good. So we're going to hang. I, I'm you know clearly what? joking. I'll be there because that's where yes. I, that's me. That's exactly this, what this I am. This show is Man and Bone is Trash. That's right. <laughs> the best of Common Man and T-Bone. Royal Liverpool. Beatles. They are. Be- that's right. Beatles. A lot of Beatles stuff there. if the Queen would make an appearance about the British Open. It's the British Open. I love Liverpool. You do? Oh, I spent a lot of time in Liverpool back in the 60s. What uh, exactly were you doing, Yoko? Well, first of all, I did have a threesome with John and Yoko. Did you really? Yes, I did. That's... He was a very tender lover. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad she, to hear. however, was uncomfortably aggressive. Okay, well... That's coming from you. That says a lot because I know you, you know over my years, no one's ever accused the British monarchy of being overly aggressive. Go I, on. Who, who's talking here? Me? I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm trying to tell you about all the love making I had with the members of the I, Beatles. Oh yes, how how was Ringo? I actually didn't have Ringo until the '80s when he was doing Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> that, oh, that, he he that chewed, for chewed all over the, okay. the royal jewels. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, bet he did. I think I can. I bet he did. I think I can. He was the he little kept saying that little engine that could. Yes. Or did he Except have? Except he didn't. Did he have a big chimney? What do they call that? Smokestack, not a chimney. No, not a smokestack. chimney. Smokestack. I'm sorry. Have you been on a train before? Not lately. I don't know if you know about America. Not a lot of rail. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. He was shoveling coal in my furnace and got me very hot. Almost overheated the broiler, the boiler. You know, one thing I always envy about the Brits is you know how to get along on the rail, Queen. Do you uh, you like having a rail system there? I love the rail. Mm, I bet you do. Anyway, yeah, I did it with uh, Paul McCartney back mm. in the day. Yeah. Yes. Was he your first of the Beatles, or no, who, who actually, was the first? George Harrison was my first. Oh, there you go. He you was kinda... a very tender lover. Sounds like uh, that was the same thing that happened with John Lennon. Very tender. He was. George Harrison, though, wrote a song about me. What was the song called? 
come together. Oh, that was about Actually, you? that was a McCartney and Lennon Diddy, that... but they stole it. Oh, they stole it from him? From him. About your experience with George Harrison. Yes. That is, that's too bad. And thank you for telling us about that history, because I'm glad to know it. Also, Here Comes the Sun was also written about me. Because, because that's how you go all night? He was so awe-inspired after our lovemaking. When the sun came up, he took pen to paper. <laughs> Now, I did want to ask you a golf thing. Yes. You, you work in the afterlife, and so you've got influence over things. And, of course, you're royalty, so I assume you have more power. Did you have anything to do with Victor Hovland, my guy, having a bird poo on him during the first round of this uh, no, Open Championship? I didn't realize that happened. Yes, he, a, a bird pooed on him while he was trying to set up a shot, and he had to back off of it, and he got it all over his arm. I think it's because he wears too many bright colors. I see. They're attracted to the neon. The birds are? Did you train birds alongside your corgis, or was that something you never... Did you ever do falconry? Yeah, you're royalty. That seems like a very royal thing to do is have a falcon that's at your beck and call. No, I can't say that I've done that. Oh, well, that's too bad. I'm surprised. Anyway. You're disappointing as a queen, honestly. Paul McCartney wrote a song about me as well. Oh, good. I bet he did. It's called Obli D Obla Da. (laughs) Is that right? That is what he kept saying when I (laughs) took him to ecstasy land. I hear if you say the... Never mind. There's something to do with the alphabet and saying it at certain... Never mind. Point is, obli di obli da might be a new strategy for me. Yes, remember. Thank you for that. Come together. Bye <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You were destined to get. You just. The, I'm sorry. The Queen really wanted to talk about the Beatles, and I had no interest in that. No. Oh. I don't know many of the it's Beatles. Liverpool, I man. I know. Yeah, I know. Could have worked in a soccer reference at some point, but now we're soccer's not. in Australia. What are you talking about? Soccer's in. Soccer's everywhere. Well, I, mean, I mean, right now, Liverpool the has two teams. Oh, well, that, that's fine. Everton and Liverpool, obviously. All right. Yeah. It's too bad the Queen didn't have anything to say about that. No. Could have discussed a whole bunch of stuff. So we just talked about bird poo. Well, I mean, I think that her her conversations about making love to all the members of the Beatles. Uh, that's that's I, pretty you know breaking news. I don't believe isn't her. It? I don't believe her. Okay. I think she's lying. All your favorite fan shows are available when you want them. Head to 971thefan.com and hit that subscribe button. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Uh, I've got plenty of these if you want to get to them. Uh, All right. FC Creed says, my Creed fan and loin girder. Yeah. What is your favorite sound effect on the show, current or retired GTH? Ooh, that is interesting. Um, I bet I have yours. Yeah? I what think, is it? I think you and I probably have the same short one, and it's the Paul Keel's sneeze. This one in particular. <laughs> Excuse me. You, you <laughs> chuckle every time you hear it's it. It's pretty good. Yeah, It's great. I do like that one. I think, though, I have one for you. I do not play it often, but when I do... You enjoy it, which is this is our friend Chris Spielman. Dude, I crushed you in the cleans and I crushed you in the snatch. 
<laughs> you can't. Every time you hear it. I just love how, again, it's weightlifting terms, but it gets me every time. Thank you for that. Dude, I crushed you in the cleans and I crushed you in the snatch. <laughs> All right. I just love how he knows how it sounds. And he's like, I'm going to keep on going with it. That is what I crushed you in. Uh, yeah. If I'm going longer form, then I think that my favorite piece of sound that we have, and it's tough because we have, you know, the Portillo's Lady. Mm, those right? are good. We got Sweet Brown. I love the Sweet Brown long form. But I think Les Miles' Columbus Day sure, is probably my favorite. I should probably play Go ahead. It. I thought you were going to play it now. That's why I, I was, was going to play it, too. Right. I don't know where it is. <laughs> oh, that's good. I have I, Election Day. Do you have his FIFA? No, here, here's, oh, here's, here we go. Here's right, Columbus, Columbus Day. Day. Les go. Miles' Columbus Day. Good afternoon. Just want to remind everybody that it's Columbus Day, that uh, all those of you that know Italians and like Italians are the people that might venture onto a ship and travel to explore and find new lands. Uh, this is your day. So uh, um, it's not St. Patty's Day. So that's a different day entirely. <laughs> Just so dumb. This man won a national championship. Right. He reached the pinnacle of his coaching profession at least once. Well, it, I mean, it does show you that. So did a guy named Jimbo, for what it's worth. Like, I mean, I'm just, Jimbo parlayed that into ninety-five million. I know he did. I know he did. That's college football, man. There are a handful of geniuses out there. I will grant you that in college football coaching, there are a lot of dudes with nine-figure bank accounts who are dumb as the bookshelf the book sits on. Man, they are they are not bright, but they are making cash. All right now, I have to fall down the wormhole of less miles. Because I'm staring at all these other things. Do you have that we the have. FIFA one? I have FIFA, but okay, it's a minute and a half. You want the no, whole no, thing? Just the, <laughs> just the short, just the way you he can't starts know, off. FIFA. It's, it's, it's everything. Because then he talks about right. the guns. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> yes, I remember it. All right, all. here's Les Miles FIFA. Um, the uh, the summer was marked with FIFA uh, and FIFA action. Uh, I uh, I want you to know something. My son is is truly a soccer player. He played uh, high school soccer and. And loves it. He uh, was so motivated after watching some World Cup that uh, he bounced out to a pickup soccer game for four hours. Think about that one. I mean, can you imagine? Baseball has you know confines, but soccer has no confines. You just run and run and run. Soccer and run, has right? no confines I, uh, at all. I enjoyed that. That was a real interesting thing for me. I rooted for the USA certainly first and foremost. Then I rooted for Costa Rica. Then I rooted for um, Colombia. It seemed to have a physical brand of ball that I really kind of enjoyed. Um, and uh, but I want you to know something: the 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 smatter of athleticism, Jesus. the uniqueness smatter. of play, was really great. And I uh, I I'm a fan. I but I I got to tell you right now, when you start a an acronym with F for federation. Don't you really just kind of come to mind of a guy that's carrying a gun? No. I mean, no really. One has ever Federation that. International Football Association, right? It seems like maybe they should have added conglomeration. There's some other shuns in there that will make them. I mean, I just really was intrigued. So I just figured I'd open with that. My God. I'm telling you. I, one of these people became a senator that used to say stuff like this, right? There's a guy in the U.S. Senate who was like, I kind of was okay at football, and I 
Coach of Cincinnati. Ooh, Tuberville? Yeah. Oh, good Tuber- it was like, Tuberville is like Shakespeare compared to Dude, Les Miles. I'm just saying, these guys are all not playing with full decks because all they've done for the last 40 years is look at film and scream at people. And then suddenly they're asked, a microphone is put in front of their face and they're like, oh, summer was marked with FIFA. And it's like, the what? Huh? Well, you know, yesterday. Did you just say, I watched the World Cup. It was cool. I liked no, it. My no. kid likes it too. It's awesome. Anyway, yesterday questions? was election day. We had an election. We did, right? And so yeah. Les Miles is going to talk to us about Election Day. Oh. Just recognize that uh, it's uh, Election Day coming up where uh, all, a, uh, uh, all those model citizens will get off and uh, take care of their, uh, their duties to uh, their country. It's just not uh, Columbus Day. It's not just for the Italians. It's certainly not St. Patty's Day. It's not just for the Irish. It is for all of those who have the ability to vote in our country. So get out and do that, please. Now on to other things. Yeah, he went through a phase there where he was like, I'm just going to lead with thoughts from Les. Mm -hmm. It was like reverse Jerry Springer, where at the end, Jerry Springer would have his final thoughts. Les would open with like a thought of his own that just made no sense. Uh, Here is Les. Where is this? uh, On corn dogs. Oh, I don't remember this one. Yes, this is Les Miles on corn dogs. I personally have not tried corn dogs, but uh, I, I suspect that they taste, uh, you know, good. I think they taste yeah, good. Yeah. I don't think it's an insult. I think you should yeah. embrace it. Yeah. I, I, but to, to say that any one food uh, fits the um, the tastes of these uh, Tiger fans, nah, it's not one food. It's, right? could be gator. It could be, um, you know, certainly... Fresh fish, it could be a bunch of things. Corn dogs would only fit a small percentage of the people. I feel like that was in response, if I'm not mistaken, to Katy Perry at an old Miss tailgate that was on ESPN where she like held up corn dogs. Because I think the joke used to be that LSU fans smell like corn dogs. Oh, I think okay. was what it was. Right. You're probably right. Something like that. It was like an inside internet meme, and then she held up a corn dog on ESPN and Twitter lost its mind. And then this is Les's response. To LSU fans being associated with corn dogs, I, I guess. See. All right, I, I could do this all day. I have a million other less miles you things do. to do. I know, but I but I won't. We'll move on. The best of common man and T Bone. I was thinking about statues the other day because I was watching the British Open stuff, and they were in and around Liverpool, and they were showing some of the the history and the statues, and they had the Beatles statue. Yeah, where it's the four of them, sort of like in a walking position, big statue, touristy thing. If they were to make statues of us oh God, here at this radio station, like outside the station for all our fans to come and visit, what position would we be in? <laughs> I mean, I what would do you hope, think? I would hope they would have us sitting down with microphones in our face, well, right? It would be hard to put a statue of a desk, though, right? I, I'm not the one asking for a statue. If they want to make a statue and they want it to look like what we were doing when we were, you know, banging then they should have it look like what we've been doing, which is sitting at a desk and talking to each other. I hope that the running thing sticks with you, because this is a fairly recent thing yeah, that you've last, gotten into Last running. year or so, yeah. So I think your statue should be you running. Oh, well, I'd be... If that's what it is, if that's what I become known for, I'd be thrilled. But I, I'm i with you. I need to see... That needs to be a thing for a few more years before we get there. And I don't know what defines me. Reaching which, into your pants during commercial breaks. <laughs> I was going to say. And then my face... <laughs> Yeah, adjust my little porn pad out. Right, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think a hand in your pants and a pad in your hand, and then that's just that's you. 
And then what do you, you buy you, Teddy? If you were designing our statues, how would you do it? What would you be doing? I have a vision of like a park bench sitting out there, mm. and then the three of us could just be sitting on I it. I like how maybe. you added yourself to the statue. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Did, he yeah. should be. He's Panama Ted. Yeah, or maybe I'm standing behind it, you know, and you guys are on the bench, but you know, Bones got his you know leg crossed and just kind of mm. leaning back, and yeah. Yeah, and you're like going. That. What am I doing? You're going. Oh, you're yeah, you're leaned forward, going. Oh. Maybe you got right. your uh, porn pad. I got the right. burner phone in one burner one phone. hand and the That's porn right. pad in the other one. And then Timmy, there's a statue of him just off in the distance. Oh, where he's, he's got coming statues in. for everybody now. Timmy's coming in with his phone <laughs> to show us like a hot girl on Instagram. That's what he's doing. So that'll oh, be. Oh, now everybody's got to have a statue. The hot girl on Instagram has a statue actually too. Matty Ice is there wearing his winter coat, even though it's 90 degrees out. Just not not in here, it isn't. In here, it's freezing. <laughs> it's always cold in here. That's why he's dressed like that, because it's always freezing in this building. Rothman would be upside down on an inversion table. Yep, that's right. He, had, he would have to have a dog next to him, too. Yes. Yeah. Rothman's got the dog. Rothman, I could see having someone is talking to him about a golf tournament, and he has a pained look on his face as there are four <laughs> golf trophies right behind him with the current year's date on them. And he's like, I don't know. God, I'm not sure if I can do it. Bo Bishop's statue is actually in Cleveland. That's right. That makes total sense. So <laughs> We yeah. have a little monitor there so you can see. Yeah, there's like, you see a statue of Reeser and Chops in How different rooms. How would we do rooms. Chops? Would we do fat Chops or Skinny Chops? We have to do Skinny Chops. Well, do you think this yeah. is going to take? Take? It's already No, take, I know it's already he's taking. He's, no, he's, he's done, done it. But 10 years from now... Well, I don't know about 10 what's years he gonna from be? now. Because Chops is a young guy. His legacy is yet to be written. That's fair. But I'm just saying, I think you could go... If you want to, to be comfortable, maybe do an, uh, an amalgamation of the two of... Like, the, the version of him that was heavier and the version of now. But we know he's got to have crazy eyes. Yes, of course. And, and the beard has to be, I think, as thick and wooly as it's ever been. Yeah. Make sure that we get a good version of that. Reeser's got to have his porn star mustache. Absolutely. Got to have that. And he's wearing shorts. Reeser never wears pants. It's always shorts with that dude. Uh, Beamer has to look like he's going to kill himself. Because <laughs> every time I see Man, him. I was talking to Beamer today. I said, how you doing? And he's like, oh, it's good. Last night I was up every 15 minutes with the baby. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's. And then he comes in and does a three-hour radio show. So I, I With the other baby. Right. Yeah. He's got lots of babies in his he's life. He's breastfeeding both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I suckle? Right. Uh, what would we have for... Anybody else that we would do a statue for? Well, Bob's already got his statue over at OSU. Yeah, I assume. Well, yeah. You need another one. Yeah, that's right. Dom, Dom Taberi got his statue. Yeah, Dom, yeah, I mean, Dom's Dom, a Dom would get television a legend here. Oh, yeah. He's, he's far outpacing anything we've done. Dave Holmes is peeing over his shoulder. <laughs> peeking. Peeking. I don't know what you said. I thought you said <laughs> peeing over his shoulder. I was like, why? I don't know them to do that, but yeah. Or maybe it's Dom and Dave. And yes. they're screaming at the statue of Adam King. That's right. That could be a thing. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. I'm trying to think what else. Other statues. Do we want to go like famous Columbus people? We could do that. Because, I mean, there's been talk for years of putting a Macho Man statue somewhere <laughs> well, in by town. by talk for years, you mean on this dumb show? Yes, but it yeah. has, why not? He's a, he's a Columbus native, correct? Randy Poffo. Let's let's make this happen. Well, he was he was born here. Well, that's what I don't it, know if he is so native. Why well, don't I'm saying we're claiming him All right. as hey, what's what's going to happen? The Poffo family going to turn down? Hey, we want to honor someone that you love and care about. I don't think there is any more Poffo family. They're all dead. Some someone is related. Because well, Macho to him. Man didn't have a kid. No, maybe Lanny. Lanny's got family. I don't know. If he's Lanny dead now. Yeah, he's dead. 
See, all right, I'm just saying, then even better. We can do it, and we don't even have to clear it. We just get a Macho Man statue, and then people are like, why do you have this? Be like, because he was born here. End of story. Mm. If you consider yourself a Buckeye fan, you've come to the right place. This is your heritage sports talker and home of Ohio State Athletics, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You know, you guys listen to me every single day. You have a glimpse into who I am. I think. Yeah. But it's different turning on the radio and hearing me and sharing a home and a life with me. So I'd like to give you a little glimpse of what my wife has to deal with. We've been married for 16 years. Let her live. Um, Let you live. I'm in the house this morning. Kristen comes up to me and tells me that her good friend's dad died last night. No, well, that's too bad. And she said, uh, you know, so-and-so's dad's died. And I really think we should uh, send them something. And my response immediately, not even like three minutes afterwards, was, I don't think the crematorium gives out gift cards. (laughs) 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 Which... (laughs) Is a fine line. It's a great line, you know. Actually, probably not to be used immediately. <laughs> Maybe you give it some time to breathe, and then you throw in the line. So she, of course, got upset with me. Why does everything have to be like that with you? Because that's the way I am. I'm very insensitive. I'll work on that. I'll workshop it's, that. It's good to work on. It. Okay, sure. I, I, I'm, work I'm, work, on I'm always working on myself. All right. I, I'm I'm 43. Hopefully, I got a lot more years to live, and I can grow as a person. This was not my best moment this morning, but then I started thinking about it. The line wasn't sensitive. However, why don't we have gift cards for crematoriums and casket sellers? Oh, that's a great. Call. I mean, you can go to Giant Eagle or Kroger, and they got a million gift cards for you to buy. Yeah, I mean. I, I went to Giant Eagle during the holiday season. I took a photo of this and put it on social media. They're selling Quiznos gift cards in there. You can't find a Quiznos within two hours of this place. Right. And yet they're selling Quiznos gift cards. You're telling me if they put a gift card for Larry's crematorium down the street, that wouldn't be a nice gift to give to someone? Look, you got a lot on your mind right now. All right. Allow me to take care of the eternal flame of your loved one. Right. By getting them cremated in this box. Or maybe cremation's not their thing. Here's a $1,000 gift card to Caskets R Us. <laughs> wouldn't, know, that, wouldn't that be nice? It is. But also, I feel like you could do this in smaller increments over a person's life. Where you could have gift cards where it's like, hey, here's 50 bucks to, the you know, where's the place you said you want to be buried again? Like grandparents and, and people do this in our family when it comes to education for the kids. They're not going to college yet. But if you want to give some money, instead of buying them like another tchotchke that they're going to forget about in two months and never play with again, 
Why not put some, put that money towards the college edge? Put throw fifty bucks in there, a hundred bucks in there, if that's what you want to do around Christmas time or a birthday. Why couldn't we do that with crematorium? You know, not yeah, for the kids, we- but like you got a boss at work who annoys you. Hey, by the way, see you, Rick. Have a good vacation. Also, here's fifty dollars for the crematorium for whenever you kick it. <laughs> when- I I hate <laughs> your guts down for fifty bucks. <laughs> Why not? Why can't we do that? Every and then you're it's, right. About and then that, that guy gets a laugh. And funeral he's like, oh, plots, funeral, the, all the right. burial plots. I remember when I was a kid, I was probably like nine years old or something like that. We go over to visit my grandparents, all right? And my grandfather was telling everybody how he just bought the burial plot oh. that they wanted. Sure. This is the way we, this is the way the family talked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just bought the burial plot. So we had a family dinner, and then after the family dinner, we all got in the car oh, no. and went to the cemetery no. and looked at the plot. Oh. We looked at it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Look, we got the one by the tree here. I was just going to say, is that that's probably everybody got out and had the same four sentences. They just keep muttering Abs- over absolutely. and over. It's the same stuff. Oh, and it's really nice here. I assume other ethnic groups are like this, but I can only speak to the Italians. Whenever we would have a funeral, it was always open casket. All right, we always had to look at the dead person all the time. Yeah. And the entire funeral was, don't they look good? Oh, they did a fantastic job. That makeup, I got to tell you, they did a great job. What a nice outfit. It was never, I'm sorry, we're grieving. It was just people trying to take a detour from their grief. Yes, to talk about the aesthetics. By talking about how good this dead person looked. I, I know that, you know, it's funny you say that about your Italian family. I can tell you that my very hillbilly family, but also very religious family, did the exact same thing. I think every funeral that I'd ever been to from growing up as a kid all the way up was always with church people that I knew. It was always open casket and don't they look great? Mm-hmm. Isn't that? It, oh, or, they look wonderful. Look at those flowers. Those oh, no, no, are those we, not we'd beautiful have, flowers. No, no, no. Never let a, an opportunity for gossip to go by the wayside. Because here's what they would do. My relatives would come into the funeral home and be like, Did you see the flowers that so-and-so said? <laughs> they used to be a big wig at General Electric. <laughs> that must have cost $24. I'm just saying, you know? Uh-huh. Like, yep. they'd, they'd yep. be gossiping yep. right. at the funeral yeah. about whose flower bouquet was not impressive enough. Never mind that that General Motors person may have sent 50 of those in a year, and they're like, sorry, I can't, I can't do a $200 bouquet every single time. Well, and then, because I told you I was getting some uh, emails recently from Little Sisters of the Poor. Yeah. Because I had donated to Little Sisters of the Poor because a friend of the family died, and he didn't want any flowers. Instead, he wanted donations. So I was like, all right, well, I'll donate to Little Sisters of the Poor. That's what he wanted. That was unacceptable to certain members of the family unacceptable to send a donation or to we request don't, it no we don't care if he didn't want flowers that's what you do oh God. and so they got him anyway <sighs> that's what, what you do it's unacceptable yes but he just died and that were his wishes doesn't matter we're alive <laughs> he didn't know and what this is wanted. what we do this is how we feel better is by sending you flowers that you didn't want as you're a dead person again just in life, I think it's helpful occasionally to step back from the situation and just reconstruct the sentences and see how absurd it is what we do. What are you doing right now? I'm at a shop that sells dead flowers so that I can put them on a dead person's stone 
that didn't want them in the first place, but they're dead. So who cares? Right? Like that's essentially what your relatives just said. But people saying, oh, I sent flowers to the funeral and people go, oh, that's very nice of you. And that's what we did. But in reality, you're putting dead plants on a dead person's stone that didn't want them in the first place. You could care less. That's what you're doing. Also, don't take your nine-year-old grandson to see your eternal resting place before you're actually dead. Thanks. <laughs> because he doesn't care and it's not healthy. I I'm a grown it. man. I remember that now. Yeah. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing that with when I'm out with friends groups. I wouldn't do this to my kids because that's too traumatizing. Want to come look at the plot? No, 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 no. With friends groups, though. But I'm going to drop it in as like we're at somewhere completely benign. Like we're leaving a strip mall where there's a Panera bread and I'm going to be like, this is where I'm going to have my ashes scattered. Just right just right in this parking that's lot. Good. Just start throwing that out as a line. Like, yep, I, hope, I, I don't another, know if you guys know this. This is where my ashes are going to go. That is another argument that I've had with my wife. Because, Which is, you what? know, you, you run out of things to talk about. So you start talking about death oh yeah after a while you've been married a long time what are you gonna talk about depends on how good the marriage is is how early you start talking about that stuff what do you want to do when you're dead you can do whatever the hell you want i'd like to be cremated and then you can take my ashes and put them wherever you want what do you mean wherever i want i don't i don't have a preference you are the most important person in my life you decide where they go Mm. you can keep them in the house if you want to I recommend just throwing them outside in the wind, but you do whatever the hell you want to do. And she argues with me. Tell me where you want him. I don't care. (laughs) You decide. She wants you to make the decision because she doesn't want to make the decision. She doesn't want to second guess it because I don't care. No, I'm dead. No, but don't you get it? Like, I understand a little bit of where she's coming from of what if I get this wrong? You're not going to get it wrong. There is no wrong. I trust you. I know. But I could see in her head going, but if I, like for her, she might say, I'll regret not putting them. I'll think of somewhere better like two years later. And then I'll go, oh, I should have done that. There's and then, no better. No, for it, it, the person still there is probably going to think more about it than obviously the person who's dead, clearly. So I'm just saying, I get where she's like, put them in this one spot and then neither of us have to think about it anymore. End of discussion. I, I've told her, I said, I don't want a funeral. How oh, about yeah. a little one? No, I don't want a funeral. Oh, you're if, I, look. No, I'm, I don't want you, one. I know you don't. I do feel like that's something that probably will get superseded by the living, where they will just like the flowers for your uncle or whoever it was the past. Sorry to be disrespectful there. That very valued person in your life who passed away that wanted the uh, donation. I'm guessing there will be people who are like, I'm sorry, I don't care if you didn't want the funeral. We're having one. Like the listener to this show, at the very least. Oh, get out of here. What are you going to do, an appearance? Well, it'll be like a celebration. Yes. You know what this this dumb station? We'll sell tickets to it. We will. We'll sell tickets. For just $125, you can mourn with (laughs) T-Bone and drink some bourbon. Actually, we've made Common Man's body into into some Berea tacos. (laughs) Now that, that has legs. Uh, Is also the name of the event. That has legs. That's what we're not anymore. That's what we're gonna do. Not anymore. We're gonna have you on a spit roasting over oh, an open see, you flame. Know what? That and that is the only situation where I approve of a funeral. If you're <laughs> gonna put a tomato in my mouth and have me on a spit <laughs> and invite all the listeners, I'm in. We'll have different sections of you will be seasoned different ways. I'm in, man. We'll have a savory half and a sweet half. Can I have the hind quarter? And there's like someone carving me into prosciutto pieces, like really thin. <laughs> then we got the loin. It's all juicy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. That's right. Now I'm getting excited. I got dibs on the sausage. Oh, you're going to get it. Sausage. (laughs) There we go. Huge sack. (laughs) Someone's got to eat the sack. (laughs) Eat my sack. Sure. Common Man and T-Bone is sponsored by the Hinderer Motor Company. We love what moves you. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Mike, uh, it is Wild Card Wednesday, as you just sound affected there. But I have something that I, I need. I can't believe we didn't start the show with this. Hmm. The uh, You remember a couple days ago, we were told there were people tweeting about this, that Creed might be getting back together? Yeah. I'm sorry, what was the answer you gave me there? Yeah! Thank you. Well, we now have the details. Creed have officially reunited, and they're going to play a concert. Yes, but... 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 It's the concert that, if you ever were to go to one, this is the one you would not want to attend. Look, I've said this. I don't go places anymore. I don't go to the movies. I don't go to concerts anymore because I hate people. I hate going out. But if Creed were coming within driving distance of me, that is something I would go to, and I would make T-Bone come with me. To enjoy the live splendor That's that right. is Creed. I, I go However, to, I go enjoy this one's not. I'm not going to this. You can't drive to this. No, you can, you can drive to the dock. Uh, the first show that they're going to play since 2012 is set to take place on the high seas on their own 2024 cruise festival, dubbed the Summer of '99. Mikey, don't do cruises. Uh, no, I went on a cruise once in my life. I hated it. With the white hot intensity of a thousand suns, and I promised myself I would never go back. All right. So, uh, here are you the bands. Shut up when the chorus hits. Well, you already I'm walked over the. I didn't post. Walk over we anything. just stepped on everything. Be quiet. It's your problem. You All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Summer of '99 cruise takes place April 18th to the 24th next year, 2024. Departing from Miami, Florida, for Nassau. Aboard the Norwegian Pearl cruise ship. Because when I think Bahamas, I think Norwegian cruises. Anyway. Well, that's uh, the brand. I know. I'm just saying. Anyway. So, the other bands on this cruise with them. Three Doors Down. Like them. Buck Cherry. Don't like them. Tonic. Like them. Vertical Horizon. Like them. Fuel. Like them. The Verve Pipe. Like them. Tantric. Like them. Dishwalla. Like them. Uh, Louise Post, who's uh, Veruca Salt, so a lot oh, of Veruca Salt. Like yeah. her. Nina and Gordon's not going? I, apparently not. I don't know. Come on, Nina. And Nine Days. Like them. There you go. They had one album, but absolutely, Story of a Girl, Nine mm-hmm. Days. Now, I thought maybe if we could convince you to go on the cruise, no, maybe we could going. do the shows from the cruise. No. I mean, I'm just saying, that's a lot of bands you like. Why Doesn't not? matter. I'm going to be trapped with people on a boat. Let me tell you something, man. Somebody's going overboard. Who's going over? Yeah, either somebody I, I hate or me. How do you feel about Matt Pinfield? Because <laughs> he's one of the guys hosting this. Matt Pinfield can go overboard too. Okay, I know fine. Matt a little bit. Do you? Yeah, yeah. 
was on MTV for many years. Now yes. he's on Axis TV's The Power Show, or The Power Hour Show. Him, Katie Babs, and Josh Bernstein, along with Sirius XM DJ Eddie Trunk, are hosting this. I don't know Eddie I don't Trunk. Know Eddie, I don't know Eddie Trunk. Anyway, uh, they go on sale for what it's worth. Tickets to this, uh, July 28th. Pre-sale signups are available now through July 26th. See, I think what this is, it seems odd to me. The, the payday must be huge. Well, which is why they're doing it. Right? I can't imagine that they're doing this and then going, and we're broken up again. All right. Well, we, no. Maritime law they says are, we're fine. They are, pun intended, testing the waters. Yeah, they're going to do this one gig. If they can get through it without throwing Scott Stapp overboard, then perhaps a North American tour starts up a little bit later. Are all the original, I know like Mark Tremonti would be involved with this, but are the other guys, are they all the original guys or do they get like a new drummer? Or do they get a new bass, ba- drummer and bass player tend to, unless your band is, no, because didn't you know, all those guys, based on a bass. The Alter Bridge is Creed without Scott Stapp. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying a lot of these bigger bands, over time, they have guys that kind of come in, then they leave, then they come back. And if you follow the lineage of bands, you might find that, some bands are different, right? Some bands, it's the same guy. has been the same guy since day one. But there are a lot of bands where it's like the lead singer's the same and the like drummer who writes all their songs is the same. And then other than that, they've trans, all the other guys are different all let the me, time. Let me look it up. Cause I don't know. Cause I'm looking at some of the faces. I didn't, there's a couple guys I, I didn't think looked that familiar. All right, hold on. I'm looking it up. Band could be wrong. Um, it looks like they're pretty much all the same. Okay. They had, who's this guy? The Green. They had a rhythm guitar player who left even before they signed a major label. So the rest of the band is the same. Okay. I mean, they'll probably have a guy playing a second guitar out there. Well, just I'm sure. They have touring musicians, yeah, I'm sure. right. But, okay. So the original members, I mean, that's the payday, right? Is when you get the whole band back together and they all go out and tour. So if, if they do the, if let's say the cruise goes well, they all love each other. They come out of this going, look how much we printed money on this thing. And we were out and see, what if we played stadiums? Mm-hmm. Think how much money we could make. Would you go to a stadium show to watch them? If it's close. All right. And if you come with me, I'll come with you. And if you have a good, this is what I say to my daughter all the time. You go into it with a good attitude. Oh, don't worry. I like live music. I may not always appreciate every song a band's ever put together, but when I go see a band live, I generally enjoy it, even if it is not the best concert ever, because I just like the experience. I like the live sound. I enjoy, I, I really genuinely do watch, enjoy watching musicians play their music well. All kidding aside, is Creed, I said Creed's the best rock band of all time, and I play it up. Are they? No, of course not. I do enjoy them. You're allowed to enjoy them. I, I enjoy them very much, and I'm excited if they go back on tour. It is something that will actually get me out of the house. Yeah, man, I think you should. And I, I would gladly go with you. Because when you are with me, I'm free. That's what I always <laughs> Good job, say. buddy. That's exactly what I say every time. I'm definitely not in my own prison. You know what I mean? It's I'm my outside. favorite song. By the way, I have a uh, wild card Wednesday for you. Yes. Where did it go? It's gone. It'll be back in a second. One of our listeners wanted to and know you're, what you're, you're betting here a thousand is. today. <laughs> I have to click on all, all the right, articles I got and my clicking. websites all move around on I got you. it. Lots of clicking. You're like a dolphin. FC- <laughs> That's right. More like a porpoise. Oh. Uh, FC Creed says, my guitar riff, yours. Right. I want to know what Common Man's favorite Creed songs are and why. And my then, own, my and own prison. FC Creed, hashtag Solana Papa D, yeah. 
So I think that was good. That album um, and the song that's named after the album, Which My Own Prison, okay, yeah, right. is my favorite Creed album. There's a story about that. I think I've told this before. When I packed up my life and moved out to California to do radio, I had every possession that I owned in my Pontiac Grand Am. That was it. And if it didn't fit, then I didn't take it. So I'm moving out to the unknown. I was with this girl that I was convinced I was going to marry. Yeah. And so I'm leaving her behind because she couldn't find work and couldn't come with me. And the big, big whole story. And so it's like, well, make it work. But you never know. You're sort of pulling away from all of that to go work a job that's going to pay me $20,000 a year in yeah. Southern California. She had bought me a CD player with a removable face for my Pontiac That's Grand Am. That's a big deal right there. Yes. Yeah. And so I had all my CDs in the trunk, but I kept one in the car to mm. play as I was driving. I figured I'd cruise the radio and do that sort of stuff, but I just wanted to have one CD with me in the car. Yeah. And it right was on. that CD. Oh, yeah, see, it that's, was Creed, my own prison. That's the thing that I don't, because I've seen people talk now like, oh, you might have, you know, ADHD or ADD if you have if you listen to albums over and over and over again. It's like, maybe that is true. I don't know. But I do know that if you are of a certain age, let's say over the age of maybe 35, there's a chance you just do that because that's what you're used to because that's growing up. It was like, yeah, I want to listen to a CD in my car and I don't want to get the big book of cds yeah, out that's of, exactly right. my seat and flip through it in 90 degree heat and look for another cd to put in so you would just put the one in and leave it on all summer long basically unless you were again this is for the like kids who must be nice the people who had cars where you had the six disc changer in the back in the oh, trunk that, we had my parents had Bodie's laughing that's a real thing i know there it would is. be like a cassette you would pull out and you'd have discs in it my and parents had put them in slide it in when and i was in high school them. a mercury mountaineer yep that had a six yep. disc changer in the back that's where they were a lot on a lot of cars or a lot of stereo systems it was they'd sit back there and then it would do all the work back there and your stereo up front was just a little faceplate for all the magic that was happening in the trunk. But on that trip, man, it was everything from like, you know, excited nervousness to tears and everything. Just what am I going to do when I get out there? I didn't have a place to live. I didn't have God. an apartment yet. Yeah, right. I was going to go to a motel and stay there for a few days. You got and all look your for belongings. I have everything. Yeah. See, I, again, and then it worked out. No, it didn't work out. It was terrible out there. No, no. It worked out that. That experience led you to eventually get here. Well, yes, it all worked out in the end. Is yes, what I it mean. did. That was a terrible experience out there. I was out there for a couple months, and then I signed a contract. My boss comes up to me and says, "Hey, you know that contract that you signed? Yeah, we can't afford to pay you." That's not how contracts work. No, that's not how contracts work. That's why I innocently looked at him and said, "Can I sue you?" And he said, "Well, you can, but the company has no money." That's okay. Always, that's, you know what? Law school one hundred and one. Ask the person you're going to sue. Can I do you, sue you? Do I have any legal standing with you in your opinion? An ex-jock and a very puffy, smooth-faced man. These are the first voices you should hear. Morning juice. Your wake-up service. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9. The fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Ocho is coming back to ESPN, ESPN 8. It'll return to ESPN 2 airwaves next week, Thursday, August 3rd through Saturday, August 5th. 43 consecutive hours of crap on ESPN2. <laughs> well, as opposed to all the great content they usually give us, like, ah, it's the middle of July, what do you think? Is the best quarterback in the AFC North, is that Joe Burrow? And then 17 no, minutes of them on the, arguing. On the big boy channel. Oh, I, They say that for the big stuff. I just don't understand. I'm not saying that we... The Ocho's great, but at least it's not the hundredth time I have to hear the same three arguments about the NFL. At least we're getting a reprieve for a few moments before there's actual football. All right, they're doing uh, cornhole, as they've done in the past. Slam ball, they've done that. Which slam ball made a big comeback. Is that, oh wait, is that the, uh, that's the basketball yeah, thing with trampolines. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, table hockey world championships, oh. and they have several new things. They have... The Wisconsin Auctioneers Championship. Oh, nice. Microsoft XL World Championship. No, stop. Arm Wrestling Reborn. You made up the XL thing. Microsoft XL World Championship. It's in the press release. Excel is in a spreadsheet? They got spreadsheet competitions going on now. A Stein Holding Competition. Oh, like a beer stein yeah. where you hold it out in front of you? So you're, yeah, like a strongest man type thing. Uh, corgi races, <laughs> the dog. Well. And, of course, the World Dog Surfing Championship. I so wonder. lots of dog stuff there. I The the Corgi Racing Championship. Oh, Queen, I'm I was wondering. I'm so excited for the outro. I was wondering if you would uh, have anything to say about Corgi racing. I know you had had corgis before uh, you I died. I my corgi. Why, they're still my corgis. I visit them. You know, dogs can get in touch with the spirit world. I'm sure it's easier for them to do so once they've been murdered no, by your staff. No, murdered. Yes, that's what I, I heard. Know. Don't believe the hype, T-Bone. Oh, you, it's fake okay. news. I thought you wanted them with you in the afterlife, Stop like a pharaoh. Stop Newsmax. You know anything about the pharaohs or Egyptian relics or like all the things you stole from all these countries around the world? I'll to put in your tell you museums? what, Cleopatra has nothing on me. Okay, although I good. have her dead body hidden away in the castle. Right. That's kind of problematic. So, corgi races. Did you ever race your corgis yeah, against each other? My corgis were much too delicate for racing. We would do simple activities. Oh, yeah? Around the uh, around the thing. Did you do any cornholing when you were... Uh... Corn- oh, I used to love cornholing. That is where... The gentlemen put their sausages through the wall. No, is that no, correct? No, that I think you're thinking of uh, Jerry Jones glory holing. Oh, I think is what you're right. thinking of. Yes, that's that what that was is. One of my favorite activities. Yes, cornhole is where you have a big board with a giant hole in it, All and right. then you throw and then you a make love to it. No, you throw a sack into the hole. Oh. You toss your sack you, into the if hole. If you massage the sack, does it get taut? <laughs> no, no. It's a very loose sack filled with beans. I know. Oh, well, yes. How many beans? Two? I'm used to two. If you stroke it, will something happen to the I sack? I don't know what they call it when you throw it right up there and it goes swish, like right in the hole. I don't know if that's a stroke. I, I don't call know what that they, Friday night. I see. Okay. 
You That's toss it. CTV where I come from. I'm doing a motion, Queen. I, I wish you could you see are. me. No, it's, I there's see a, you're tossing it, I'm and in then the there's. World. I see everything. Yeah, you're tossing it, and then it goes in the hole. Yes. Sure. So cornhole's a fun game. Have you ever played any other yard games like uh, like yard darts? No, I can't say I've done that. Where you throw a giant dart up in the air, then I it impales like you. I do like the axe throwing game. Oh, axe throwing! You I like used that. to do that to the infidels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those who would storm the castle That's and want right. your, your we riches. We them. I and we throw axes at their heads. I forget how old you are, but you're and right. There old. probably were peasants storming the village with torches. Absolutely. Scream about some I've injustice. I've 17 different strains of syphilis in my life. <laughs> none, of, none of them killed me, though. Are you going to watch any ESPN The Ocho? Oh. You know, why, why would I do that? I have a big pickleball with match oh, with God. Yarmo Kekalainen. Yarmo comes to the afterlife to play pickleball? Ooh, hint, hint. Have you heard from Yarmo in a while? He no. may be dead. <laughs> I haven't heard anything. Breaking news? I hope not. I, I hope he's okay. Break any news. We're going to drive over there and make sure he's okay. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you, Queen. It's great to talk with her. What was she talking about? Cornhole. And corgis. And uh, killing Yarmo Kekalainen with pickleball. Yarmo's dead. Well, that's what that's what the queen was hinting. At. I don't no, think that's don't real, think but uh, get in touch with Yarmo later. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll if that's sure. some music for Yarmo, and then you can be Yarmo. What do I'm you tired mean? of oh, doing I can all channel these. Channel Yarmo. Yeah, I'm tired of doing all these. I've never voices. I never even. What tried. type of music you think Yarmo likes? Techno. No. Yeah, I think he gets. Well, how are you getting swole like that in the gym? He's got to have something that he's just pounding, pumping iron too, right? He's getting all sweaty in there. That's right. Unleash the beast. Let's go. No, I can't see him listening. Oh, to yeah, this. man. On the elliptical? He's just chugging along at this. I think that's exactly what he's doing. Maybe a little Tybo. I bet Yarmo was big in Tybo back in the day. I actually I heard that Billy Blanks is the new goaltending coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Can't, can't be any worse. No. The Manny Legacy. No, true enough. Can't be worse. It's been bad. It's been bad. Can you imagine? Let's say Yarmo is working out to that. Yeah. And JD's at the facility. And JD walks in. He hears that. What do you think JD does? Like nod his head in approval? Or shake his head, go back to his office, and put on brown-eyed girl? I think JD probably just goes, uh kids these days and then walks down the hall brown eyed girl do you remember when who sang that song van morrison it is van morrison we used to sing yeah that's probably i could see yeah i could see john davidson oh you know it there's no way he doesn't like that song what else do you think do you think he likes country music no yeah he's canadian Is, is country music big in canada it can be okay I just don't. I don't picture him as a country music listener either. Myself, maybe I'm wrong. You know what? I may be wrong because he's not from. He's is he from Calgary? Oh, I don't know where he's from. No, I, I don't think from Calgary. Because well, Rimmers was in Calgary when he was young. Where'd they all grow up? I Manitoba. Don't I don't. Know. Moose Jaw. No. Regina. Regina. Hey. That's always the answer. Hey. <laughs> The Fan Guest Hotline is sponsored by Ohio Heating and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes to keep you and your home comfortable. The fa- 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Podcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.